Yeah, go ahead. Welcome to the Inebriated Debrief, coming to you live from the Peach State Bunker Studios. I'm here with a, a couple new guests this evening. I've got Mr. Ross Hash. Howdy, howdy. Yes, sir. And Mr. Brian Beach. Yo. Appreciate you guys joining me this evening and uh, just checking out the show and kind of sitting around talking some bullshit and see what happens here. It's a pleasure. Yeah, man. So we were just cutting up a little bit of talk here before we got rolling about uh, some of the, the gun purchases and, you know, what you get and what you what you don't as far as the quality and the price price tag and kind of comparing it to a, a good bourbon. Um, stating, I mean, look, if it fires, it fires. The big problem is if it doesn't. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's where the low end's going to get you. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean an expensive gun can't jam or misfire either. So, you know, it is what it is, just generally a little less likely, so. Yeah. Anything on that? Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing is, is uh, it's always been, you know, since I was little, uh, you know, my dad and I would, you know, go to the local, you know, local uh, gun range or whatever, and you'd see all these different, you know, selections or whatever, AKs, whatever. But um, the thing for me was, is you you could kind of just tell what a good gun was, right? Um, By the way it sounded, by the way it shot, um, obviously the person handling too, but, um, yeah, no, I think, uh, it's similar to kind of whiskey, right? If I pull out a good Blanton's, you're going to notice the difference between that and like four roses. Right. But absolutely. You know, if I, the <laughs> same thing with a, with a firearm. So I don't know, just, I don't know. I've always, I've always thought about it that way. I'm good either way. I'll take a cheap whiskey and a cheap <laughs> weapon. As long as it gets the job done, I'm happy. Well, I mean, it, that's I, the goal. You I've got hope one look, goal The, the cheap whiskey is yeah. going to get the job done. Yeah, they'll both do it. You hope that the cheap weapon you gets the job done. You don't hurt either way. That's the only, so that's the, well, you that's what I'm saying. One you know is going to work. The other one you're hoping it's going to work. And that's that's kind of where we bang out to is that, well, and, you know, you talk about, like, seeing the different guns. If, when you grab a quality gun, you actually hold it, like, there's a feel. Mm-hmm. There's a feel. And, like, I've, I, you know, you've held a couple now. The name the name rings, but it, you know while we we're in service, we carried that that Beretta nine mil, dude. That thing rattled more than any fucking gun I've ever held in my life. Like it just rattled and sh- and, and and by the way, you know being in the Marine Corps, like I'm sure that was already like fourth hand me down type gun yeah, coming. So like gun, yeah. three other branches that at least already had it, and so it's just beat to hell. So like it, they were full Kentucky windage. You're trying to shoot this nine mil, and like you shoot like you're aiming center target, it's going off to the left. So like can't do anything to it so now you just you aim the gun a little right and see if you're popping center like it was just an awful gun and i'm not even a huge glock component but when you hold a glock like it's a more steady feeling gun the new um the new sig i guess it's not super new but like the 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 sig 360 man like when you hold that gun dude it's a super clean feeling like very solid very sturdy but lightweight like just a very good feeling gun so in the end in the end you say yes as long as it gets the job done that's all that matters you just got to make sure you, it gets the job done yeah, in, sure. in the grand scheme there. So, uh, yeah, got a, got a couple of new guys here tonight kind of hanging out with us uh, here on the old debrief and uh, discussing just some general stuff going up. So um, I uh, I decided to, to kind of dis- bring up a few topics, kind of pop them on. They don't know what we're going to discuss tonight and uh, see, I guess, you know, where this, where this, oh, this takes us. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, so first topic, which was – Huge news, I guess, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, and I guess up until right now, too. But I'm sure you guys saw the information on the, the Titan sub. 
Oh, yeah, man. The conversations that came from that were kind of overwhelming, right? I mean, yes. everyone was talking about it. Was that for you as well, Brian? Dude, my 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 feed was imploding. It really was. <laughs> Every, everywhere you turned, like... Pun intended. Absolutely. I'm a deep guy, okay? Yeah, that... that um, I don't do... Look, there's a reason I didn't join the Navy, and... Going going two miles below sea level nope. is is was one of the biggest ones. Like you could not put me in a submarine with a bunch of people. I don't care if it's government, military grade. Like hell no. Oh, so to pay two hundred to pay two hundred fifty k to be in a submarine. Uh, but the difference probably between the Navy, not. a naval sub there's a there, there's not a plastic bucket in the corner that nobody hopes you use. There's not <laughs> there's not all the yeah. There's room. I can guarantee you there's not a game controller in there as well. Listen, that Logitech is still alive. I know. The I, only I mean, thing that survived that. Was well, so and I'm, I don't know if you saw. Did you see that the uh, they they? Of course, all this crap popped up, and we'll get into some of the, the top the you know the whatever conspiracies behind that. But as all this thing was going on, they showed there's an interview from like a year prior where they're talking to this guy and they're explaining. They're like, "Can you like just you know explain some of this to us like this and that?" And so this late, I think it was a like lady. She's like. You've got these parts, and like, what are these parts right here? And he's like, you know, she's like, this looks like you kind of just like piecemealed this thing together. He's like, well, that's an external component, like that's not that important. So, you know, it didn't need to be the greatest or this and that. And he's kind of just like downplaying stuff that they're putting on this this you know multi million dollar sub, especially on the outside. That's he's like, ah, like it is is what it is. And it's like, dude, you're going uh, two miles, excuse me, deep yeah. in the ocean. Is that duct oh, tape? I'm, I, Looks like duct tape. Is that duct tape on the outside? And uh, it probably was. Like that's, that's and so rough. like that and you know so they found the um, supposedly found the parts. They found the back end, which was the completely exposed area. Mm-hmm. I guess where some of the motor and stuff was. They found that. They found like a piece of the siding and whatnot. So it's it's I don't know. It's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to imagine because they I've I've seen a video and I've seen it you know a couple years ago too, but it popped up obviously once all this happened. But they were showing a. Uh, one of those like train tankers that carries fuel or oil or whatever. They showed one of those and they were doing a one atmospheric like pressure like implosion on it. Yeah. And they showed what it would do with one atmospheric like pressure. And it took a, you know, I don't know how heavy these things are, but it took a full tanker uh like like car and it sucked it down like oh, it was yeah, a Oh yeah, was that the train one? Yeah, I remember sucked, seeing that. It yep. sucked it down like it was a coke a coke can just Yep. Good. Gone. Yep. They were apparently at 397 atmospheric pressures. 400. Yeah. And okay, so, so I, yes, that that like so you're seeing what one's doing. So you know, so to kick into some of the conspiracy, there are a lot of people that think that nobody was actually on there anyway. That it never happened. Those guys actually didn't get on that thing. It was kind of Hold on, let me get my foil real fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put the hat it. on. Get it get it wrap. get it prepped up. I just I just wrap it. Pointing a cone at the top. They, the reception they say that it, like, a lot of this was done kind of, like, whatever. They did their thing. They sent it down, but it was more of a distraction for other stuff going on. Either way, uh, whether or whether or not that didn't happen, if you were on there, and at some point in time, as you're going down, if you if there were people on this and it did actually happen, like, at some point in time, like, the situation, like, you knew you were fucked. And, and, and. I don't know how long that well, was. There's there's a transcript now that came out, and it's the full transcript of the audio between the top side and the sub. Okay. And they say multiple times in the transcript as the between the two hours that they were descending, 
um, there's a transition where they're saying, all right, we need to start coming up. There's creaking. Yep. There's some creaking. There's another sound again. Um, then, hey, have, can you hear us? Do you read us? Do you read us? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just creaking and it's cracking again. There's more in the backside. Like, they all knew. Like, I, like why didn't they you? Come I'm a that. firm believer. If like far. It already started creaking. And yeah, but I, I mean, you yeah, no, fast. you are, but I know you can't go fast, but you can. You will decrease pressure. If you continue to descend, you're going to increase. So at least try to, I don't know. Like I said, we weren't there. No, you're dead either way. <laughs> you know, weather, <laughs> weather yeah, happens in a, in a millisecond, yeah. literally. Yeah. Well, that, and that's what they said. It, so no matter how long the actual, like, the fucked up process happened, I don't know how long that process was. When the incident occurred, it was instantaneous. Yeah. So I actually saw some statistics on this, but like the uh, the gist of it is, is that um, your so your brain takes about I mean about a hundred milliseconds to actually you know go through a, what just process what just happened. Your eyes take thirteen milliseconds. It's literally you know about a ninth of the time is how long it takes for your eyes to process it, and then at a tenth of that time is the actual implosion. Your eyes don't even see it happening. So it's it's literally instantaneous You're lights done out. Done before you know it. Done before you know Which, it. Yep, look, if gone. you're going to go out, going out fast yeah. is, is obviously the, the way to way. go. Yeah. The problem was is like, how long did you know you're going out fast? And that's the component. Is like, how long did they know? Because if you I mean, know you're creaked f- for a minute, I'm about to say, if you know you're fucked for thirty minutes, dude, that's a, a long minute. time to know you're about to. And die. You're just waiting on that. Pop. Whereas, like, if you were just sitting all of a sudden, you like heard a creak, you're like, hey, what's? Yeah, yeah. Game over. Well, that's you know, that's not one bad, of those so. creaks was the last creak. Now mm-hmm. they said creek. that you know, and and I guess there's a 19 year old kid on there, one of the sons of the guys. He apparently didn't want to go either. He'd I already want to go. He'd already said. Well, he'd already told his dad that he didn't want to go, and they kind of he kind of talked him into it. Um, that peer pressure will get you. I gotta tell you, the internet during and after everything that happened was just amazing, start to finish. It was as some of the best internet you'll see. It is, dude. It, it was toxic. It, it was. I will say this. I uh, I you know I think I find a lot of things funny. Yep. And I will, ju- but like I couldn't, I couldn't myself laugh and like post humor at that because I never want to see anyone die. No, I love seeing people get like fucked up and hurt, especially if they're doing dumb shit. Yeah. But like you never want to see anyone die. So nope. like some of the stuff that came out was pretty like it was raw, and I was like, "Good lord, dude!" Like you know, Satan you, is waiting if you're yeah. for you. This test for how close to eat the rich people are. You got to look at the memes, and we're just one. <laughs> one Sometimes one the juice away. isn't worth the squeeze. Yes, I- I- exactly. And I mean, that was kind of like to be funny because they were juiced. Uh, yes. Ah, yeah. I mean, there, there was bit, a, there was the little, little double entendre right there. The uh, the the song that they made about uh, I get all my dad's money. I'm in a blink at one eighty two concert. <laughs> the kids singing like. Oh. That was how, which that was a whole nother thing that was weird. Like the dude, and then he made a comment. He's like, "Look, my parents know how much but I love this while I'm, to go to while while I'm grieving. Like they want me to be here, and it's like, <laughs> bro. they know I live for blank." So now on the the back end of this was that a lot of the conspiracies that happened. So while the whole Titan sub thing was going on for four days, from that Sunday to Thursday, you had in the White House, you had uh, so apparently Hunter Biden he didn't get pardoned, but he got charged and then a slap on the wrist for all the crap that he was dealing with. Yep. Uh, You got uh, apparently some of the, oh, I'm sorry, uh, the impeachment of Biden was getting pushed through the House, which is kind of hushed about and approved. And obviously, I think it's got to go to Senate still, but that got approved. Uh, You had the, oh, oh, I think they said Epstein, something between like Epstein and J.P. Morgan's emails got released. 
But within a blink of an eye, like seventeen thousand emails gone. Just like so, as soon as they were like they were gone. Um, and then there was another. There was one other thing that was going on, which kind of. I mean, just to go off the submarine thing, it seems a little fishy to me. Stop. Hi-yo. Stop. Hi-yo. Now, they did talk about how if that did go, and and I know you said the squeeze, they're like, you know, because nothing, nothing when it, when, when it, nothing destroys perfectly. So odds are when that thing cracked, one side cracked and then kind of imploded like it wasn't well, like the whole thing just bloop, popped no, in so from you what, had pressure come in is that when they're that far down there's an equal amount of pressure on every single square inch yeah, of the right. outside of the sub so at the same time as soon as the pressure changed it all came in at the same to the center ridiculous speed yes just yeah. yes but there was but, what they're saying is that, but there was only one essentially only one weak side though so even if it was so, if it, it so, so like where and so that's what they're saying like there's right. a very good chance that when it did that like they did get toothpasted out of one side of that thing, <laughs> for lack of a better. Which is that's what they're saying yeah. at that type of pressure. Like it was, in, which is, it's, dude, that's fucked up conversation to have. But like, so, you know, you saw that you saw the video of the one atmospheric yeah. pressure. So can you imagine that thing? Four hundred times. Yes. Yeah. So uh, essentially, it's uh, like an A10 shell, thirty millimeter going through the uh, through a tank. Just and, yeah. and it's pulling just everything with it, sucking everything with it, slow yeah. motion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was some of the uh, you know discussion with that which was the other component is that they you find out almost a week later that they knew the white house knew oh, on sunday my favorite is the like, navy well. the navy reported that they they knew that there was an implosion in the ocean in that Ow, area at the same time it happened. at the same exactly. exact time they reported it but nobody else reported it so the white house so well they reported it the government they, they, knew they, the, the navy went to the biden administration and said look so we may or may not have technology in the water that can detect hundreds of miles out anything that's going on in the water. And if we hypothetically did have that technology, that sub popped days ago. Yeah, it's kind of it's called sonar. <laughs> We've got all all this technology in the water, and uh, we heard. So we think that was them. Well, yeah. that was my my kind of conversation with this. Is like, look. Now, because then they said, oh, we're going to send these things down. It's like, why? First of all, why are like random people or like. I love the news is 96 hours until they're out of air. Yo, that air was gone a long time ago. ago. There's not been air for a minute. And they're saying, hey, we're going to send this sub and we're going to see what we can find. It's like, bro, the the Navy heard this shit from however many miles away. I'm mad they sent real people getting paid real money knowing it was already gone. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, we got to get these people out. No, it's gone. Done. It's been gone. Done. Well, I mean, everybody knew. Supposedly top secret Navy tech yeah. is why they didn't want to, like, just go straight out with it. It was beyond just your standard, just sonar. It was, it was. But the thing is, is, like, we're not dumb. Like, when you see some God. of the stuff we can do, you're, and that's my, that was my thought. I was like, you're telling me we, we cannot detect? Because they were talking about, oh, there's tapping. They're hearing tapping. Oh, man. So the, the our technology is so advanced that we can hear tapping, but we can't find it. Come on, like, and that's what I said. I was like, "There's no way if there's if that thing is still down there in in like one piece, like we would be on top of it immediately." Oh, I know. We would have found it within a day. Like, we'd have been on top. Agree with you. The thing is, is like when you hear a sound, and depending on how far that sound is, you know, you can establish where the location's coming quickly. So you're a hundred percent right. There's no way that we didn't 
It's it, bouncing off this buoy and that. But like, yeah. dude, come the we're fuck not on, bro. This isn't. This isn't. Yeah, this isn't the 1950s, and we're out here like testing. Like we, our, like I said, our navy and our water stuff is way too advanced now. My favorite thing. It's at the Titanic. Yeah, we know. We know where it's it at. is. Yeah, it's been where there it was for going. Minute, what it was doing. We know exactly where the Titanic is. Well, that was the most start. That might have been like the most fucked up. Mean is like when you when you go to see a. Uh, it's like you know you, you pay two hundred fifty thousand dollars to go see uh was to go see the Titanic and then you know you become a part of the Titanic. I was like, oh, that's. That's fucking brutal. I saw, I saw one of the Titanic claiming billionaire for years. Yep. Just another round of billionaires. Well, because and then point. all that started coming up. That was talking about you know the original Titanic. It was it. Um, mm. Was it the? It was the rival to J.P. Morgan was on the Titanic, right? Mm-mm. It was a ship that he didn't the the the, the current tinfoil is um, that they swapped it with the Olympic or Olympia or, Olympic, or, Olympic, or yeah. the Olympic because there wasn't. A policy on the Titanic, and but they, I think, but I think his biggest, they, they I, if I'm not mistaken, them. I think his biggest competitors were on there, or one of his biggest competitors was oh, on the ship. That's what's and so yeah, like that was some of like the, the richness, like some of the like his biggest competitors were on the ship, and and that's where the you know so all that conspiracy kicks in. So it's just it's an interesting story. It's a fun, look you if people were on that Titan man, on. like you know. Prayers for their family. It's 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 a very Absolutely. messed up situation. Yeah, like I, I hate I hate that it happened. Like I said, I don't wish death upon anyone like that. Like it's just very. I don't know. The, it was every, all a lot a of it seems fishy. Yeah. All, all of it seems yeah. fishy. The stuff that went down, the way it went down, and then information you find well, on the back end. Like it's, it's always like evil can evil. You don't want evil can evil to die. He's jumping over seven buses and then doing a backflip. You don't want him to die, but. Man assumed a giant risk doing a backflip over seven buses. Yeah. So I don't feel nearly as bad as if he landed on a kid who ran on the track. I feel exactly. terrible about that kid. Yes. I don't feel as bad for evil. Man did a backflip over six buses. Correct. Like you said, it, it, you, you know, assume some risk there. You, exactly. You take the risk, you assume the risk, and you know it is what it is when it happens. So that's just a component of it. Uh, so, Brian, you said you weren't a huge sports fan. So I don't know how much you watched it. And this is just, this is, this is kind of me. Gloating here a little bit. I don't know how much you watch the College World Series, but the uh, the LSU Tigers won uh, the national championship. So, as a as a Tiger fan, that was always good. Uh, you know, beating up on who they had to beat had to beat Wake Forest to get there, then had to beat up on Florida to to win it. So, I'm a big dogs fan. Go dogs! Okay, well they weren't even there, so they were at home. They were at home watching. <laughs> but I always support them. <laughs> there we go. Now I was, I was born and raised in Charleston, so I I. I Flock towards Clemson. Okay. If I've got to, if I got to put up a flag, it's going to be so. So if you didn't watch orange. it, and then there there were two, there apparently there were two championships going on at the time. So not only did you have the College World Series, but there's a bar uh, in Omaha. Uh, I'm sorry, is that Omaha? Yeah, Omaha. There's a bar out there called Rocco's, big bar that everybody goes to. It's like the the famous place to go to. They do a Jello shot, so they sell five dollar Jello shots. And I think last year or the year before, they started it where like. They'd put the eight teams that were in, in the College World Series. They put their names on the board, and when their fans come in to buy Jello shots, they, they keep a tally on it. Well, I think Old Miss set the record last year at like 18,000 Jello shots. Dear God. Yeah. So That's a eight, lot of Jello. 18,000 wow. 18, Jello shots, and they're five bucks a piece. LSU, 68,888 this year. That's ridiculous. 
Dick. I mean, yeah. whoever had that idea, shout out to them because they Huge. just made Yo. a ton of money. Now, listen, I want to be partner in this bar. I just want to yeah. let you guys know. So now I'm aware you. I'm please. aware I'm a dishwasher. I'm aware I'm not a great dishwasher, <laughs> but I had a kick ass idea and yep. I'd like half. Yep. No, no. So not only did, so if I'm not mistaken, though, Rocco's actually, I don't know how much of it I can, I don't know the numbers offhand. I mean, one of the one of the guys he owns, I believe he owns Raging Cajun. It's a, uh, I believe that's what it's called, Raging Cajun. It's a, I think it's a bar in, in Baton Rouge, or whatever. Anyways, he came in and spent thirty grand on shots. I think he bought six thousand shots one night. Like bought them for all the LSU fans. Like bought, or I guess just people there. But he spent thirty grand on six thousand shots and bumped it up. But they donated whatever a certain portion of that money, actual shot money. They donated it back to a, I think a children's hospital in, in Baton yeah, Rouge. Good for them. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Um, and then when they got, when some of the LSU guys got back, they did like their own like fundraising thing on top of, but yeah, 68,000 jello shots. I like when you can turn partying into charity and like drinks into charity and stuff like that. We, um, we hung out with some guys years ago, um, more going out to bar days, but, uh, the chive and man, we did. Oh, chive. Dude, yeah. Bro, we did. Still we, playing. Every time yep. we, they'd still go out. I mean, they're st- constant people in rotation doing it. But I mean, we, we did, uh, raising money for kids at Christmas. Um, toys for tots. Toys for tots. Okay. Yeah. So we did a huge toys for tots party and all these people came and just brought up an entire bar worth of toys, just filled the whole staircase, That's awesome. That's had sick. a whole U-Haul trailer and got wasted in the process. Heck yeah. I was like, That's a good combination. It's. I feel good from my charity. Wasted in the name great of. Well, it, it, look, it just. It, I say it makes you, especially as if you're donating. Like, look, I'm getting absolutely plastered. No. And I'm going to a good cause. Yeah. We actually. Uh, That's how you get your heart drunk. We do a. Uh, we, we do a, <laughs> an event every year. We started it last year, kind of helping, and, and I assist a little bit on it. I'm 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 very minor on the assisting, so I don't want to take very much credit for this at all. But. Um, the event's called Rock for a Reason. It's held here in, in Atlanta. The, they've been holding it at the Delta Flight Museum, but it's in support of the Rally Foundation, which is a childhood cancer research foundation. Awesome. Uh, so all the money that is raised goes to the rally. And the rally's kind of the best way to describe it. It's this intermediate funding. So a lot, of, a lot of cancer research, especially in kids, which is kids actually end up being the very bottom tier of cancer research. It's just kind of the way the funding goes. Uh, so a lot of the, you know, a lot of funding gets started. And so you get $50,000, you start this research. Now you've got like, oh, we're getting progress, but we need more money. Well, there's not enough, there's not enough information for the government to kick in. There's not enough money for them to continue the research. So they kind of get left in the stalemate. So <clears throat> the rally is one of those organizations like they're that intermediate. So they raise money for the intermediate research. So they provide that kind of money. So any bit of money they go goes to that. So now they get secondary level into this research. Now you're getting results. Now they can you're getting catch this, a break. and all of a yeah. sudden, boom! You know the government takes over because like, oh, now you've got results. Now here comes a four, five, twenty million dollar government re- like loan or yeah. whatever to kind of continue this. So it's really good, really cool like organization. Um, it's a really good event. It's a you know they, they, it's a black tie. It's a black tie type event. It's an open bar for like four or five hours, man. Like it's it's a four or five star like buffet set up there's silent auction there's live auction live music like it's a fantastic time sounds like a hell of a time dude and 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 i'm talking about like hammered and now you're watching some people with money get absolutely blitzed and have a fantastic time so 
And then they just raise money. And 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 the component of it is like they understand the drunker you are, the more you'll spend. So when you're getting, I mean, like I said, this the the open bar, they're not light pours. They're heavy. You're like, hey, let me get a let me get a vodka tonic, and all of a sudden you're getting vodka at like three fourths, and then a tonic splash on top <laughs> because they're tuning you up. Because by the time you get into the live auction or you're you're rolling around the side, and like you're in their buzz, like ah, yeah, sure, twelve hundred is nothing. That, you know, two thousand for a trip, that's nothing. <coughs> So it's it's kind of crazy how how fast like the, the money in that area kind of goes, um, but it's a, like it, like it's one of those things where like you're you're drinking but you're spending money, and it's a it's a hell of a time. I so, like watching rich people spend their money drunk. Me too. I you know I kinda, it's a great time. I like, I like, I like being I like being around them. Just sit yeah. back and watch. I yeah. encourage. Yes. Throw a couple hands up. No, oh, no, five thousand. Hey, can you throw a hand oh, up for oh, me? Oh, oh. <laughs> just throw one up for me. Let me get the back end of that, please. Thank you. Okay. Not nah. or just um, play with them a little bit and just fake it, you know? Yeah, until, rent, until it. you get caught. You're like, oh, wait, wait. Oh. no, no, somebody, somebody <laughs> bid on that, on, please. Yeah. Um, no, it's a, it, so it's no, it's a really cool foundation, man. And so we got a, a, good, a good friend of mine, actually, and a business partner now is the one that started the foundation. Um, he he started it, I think, six years ago. Uh, and it's kind of and like the other components that they actually bring some of the rally kids in kids that have benefited from the research oh, wow. they bring them in and let them talk to you and oh, it's that's like, that's tugging on your so, heartstrings. Well, so not yeah. only do they tug the heartstrings a little bit but it's crazy to see like you gotta understand like these kids have been through so much so like they talk about this all the time like how in depth and how how like well versed speaking wise these kids are it's insane like so not only do they give you like they're kind of like kicking back and forth and talking you're like oh, and all of a sudden they're like boom and here's this story and you're like oh yeah, I mean, Dear God, it's like dude. they say, a picture's worth a thousand words, right? It is. I mean, you can paint a picture all you want, but you actually show the person. It's like it's mm, night and day. Mind-boggling. It's night and day. Um, all right, man. Yeah. So all right, next next topic here, man. I don't know if you guys have seen this guy. I actually was asking the wife about him earlier if, if she had even heard of him. Um, and I don't know how much you guys are following, like, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, anything like that. Do you know who Will Cullen is? I can't say that I do. So... Do I need to look this person up? I I think it's a good follow. Just to, so this dude literally has a I don't even know if he's on TikTok. I, I see him on Instagram more than anything, but he's got a uh, he's got an Instagram page. This guy's like out in I think he's mainly out of Nashville, but this dude goes out and like he just sees random women like sitting. They're studying. They're hanging out. They're ch- like they're chilling by themselves. He walks up to him and he's like, Hey, can I? He's like, Anybody sit here? You mind if I sit here? And then he sits down. I've seen. And him. then he asks him, He's like, Hey, who's your uh, who's your favorite musician? Oh Who yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen yeah. him. I and then, and, 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 like, they name, and they name anybody, and he's like, "Oh, okay, okay. What's the song?" And I name, and like all of a sudden, he just sits there and just starts pl- guitar, he's like good. rips off a song and sings it to him, and you just watch women melt in front of him, and like the guy's kind of look. Now after the camera cuts off, you don't know what happens, but as far as what the camera's on. He's like a genuine. He's like, hey, hey appreciate you. Let me sit in here. But like you can see them, like yep. they've just melted She's and melted. given their yep. whole heart to him. Yep. And he's just like, okay, have a good day. And they're like, uh, uh, okay, thank you. <laughs> like, just speechless. But it, it's incredible, dude. I think he's got one of the best, like, Instagram. Like, like that whole concept, if you can play guitar, which is, that's dope anyway. Yeah. And you can sing, and he's got a decent voice. This dude is just, my, I bet you he's in Nashville just slaying Eating right it up. now. Yeah. Yep. He, I don't mean to use a uh, term that's beyond my generation, but man's the definition of Riz. He just walks up to oh, a yeah? random girl <laughs> yeah. in a park, which no girl wants you to walk up. You creep with a guitar, go away, and then just it breaks steals the ice them and just steals their heart breaks away. Breaks the ice and melts it. Like 
wins the whole day. Man's taking half the girls home. He's actually made comments like on some of his posts talking about because he's had a few girls that he starts playing a song like songs for, and they sing. He's like, he's like, this one rizzed yep. me, and like he's like playing the song, and yep. all of a sudden like she like one of them was the um, oh like the Brad Paisley song like I think pictures. Where like you got the female, you got the Cheryl Crow like kicking in, like so he's playing, and all, all of a sudden the female like kicks in, like the, the female version of it. He's like, oh, I'd be you know, stunned. And, and, and he's like, kind, and he's kind of okay, like, you okay. got me. She hit him with the Uno reverse. Dude, he's an, it's an incredible follow, man. Um, it just kind of it kind of cracked me up to to watch. Like, I don't know, see this dude's videos. The the big one that was going around before him, which is now it's completely blown up. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the like the Matt Rife stuff, the comedian? Yeah, yeah, he's he's in he's in that town dude is coming up. killing it oh, yeah. right now. Uh, and I was watching his videos at the end of last year, and then first part of this year, just watching some like just just the quick clips that he put out. And it's great because like he's funny, and like he's clearly got like he's he's got a uh, he's got a set that he goes through, but he plays so much off the crowd. Oh yeah, that it's insane, and he's very he's very witty off the crowd, like how he comes back and forth. It's insane, but like you like there are women at comedy shows oh, yeah. throwing themselves out oh, yeah. to the point where like desperate he's roasting women you know and like and, and they're just they're taking it yeah. they're laughing their ass up but i one of them she what she say she's like she's ca- talking back and forth when i think she says and she's like i love talking to you she's like he's like yeah i wish you'd love listening to me you know and like the crowd's <laughs> like oh my god you know it goes up but like that's you what, gotta be up that's there. how he just he hammers it away but he's he kills it dude you gotta be a special type of comedian though if you're gonna handle like Every single show, hecklers starting yep. to think it's okay to talk while you're on your set. Talk, scream out, and then yell, and then I mean, catch you off guard every now and then. But then t- turn and just throw it back at him, and, and just run him. it. Kill just him. dude. So he's done a very good job of it, man. Like he's and and nobody essentially knew who he was. He was on Wild and Out, Wild and Out, yep, uh, beforehand, and nobody really knew who he was. And he kind of started his push, started his push, and then like I said, I was, I've, I've been watching some of his like clips and videos for like six, seven months. And also in the last two or three months, like everybody started seeing him, so it's blown up. Well, so his, uh, his show, show was coming sold to out. Atlanta. The first show got sold out, and so then they released the second show with ticket prices doubled. Now I don't know if he's in Atlanta. I think the second uh, that show is down in Savannah now. Is it Savannah? Because he made comments that like so. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Wild and Out's filmed here. Yeah. And he, he, even, back he even made <laughs> well. He even made comments that like he he fucking hates. Playing in Atlanta. Yeah, no, you know what he? I saw, I saw him that he he is playing in Atlanta because he was sitting in Atlanta complaining about how much he hated the city. Yeah, he's like, hey, nine shows, can't wait. All you guys, pretty much. And he, he's like, and it wasn't necessarily about this. It was more about the traffic. I think, like the no, traveling and around the and, and shows, just the, the city, the people. He's he's kind of grimy. Well, look, it's a rough city, city, man. Yeah, he's not super happy with it. It's not as rough as like some, but it's you know, Atlanta's its own place. Well, I, it depends. He was in. Everybody, everyone on his social media was just ragging on him because he's complaining about being in the hotel. Everything's closed in the city. This city's stupid. But he wasn't in. He was in Midtown. Yeah, where everything closes at four or five o'clock. There's nothing in the heart of the city that's open. But then you've got the rest of the city mm-hmm. that is open and wild and great and has everything you're looking for. He's in the worst part. Yeah, and whining about it. I can't imagine that he's out and about though very much to really be able to explore or anything like that unless you have people local to the area. You got to have people. Got to. Nobody in the hotel could be like, "Hey, see me famous comedian. Come over here." Well, cuz like nothing, you would no, you would want nothing. You would obviously want to be in VIP. Yeah. Like cuz you want some like distance. Yeah, you, know, you want to be able to hang out, but even I guess dude, maybe this is just me getting old cuz I used to love the clubs. 
and I still love a good bar. Bro, I'm not trying to fucking be out at four o'clock in the morning. Like it's just I mean, you know, it gets worse when you get older. It does, true. it does. But it's like even when I was younger, nothing good happened. It's old thing. Nothing good happens after eleven. They just say or twelve. <laughs> And then nothing really good happens after two. Mm-mm. It's like when those things are closing down at one thirty-two. Like, bro, go home, get her, get her, get him, whoever you're with, go home, and have like that. That next two hours, bro, that's all. That's DUI territory. That or you're on a cocaine bender. That's why you go soak it up at the good old Waffle House. Let that let right. that pull it all back Dude, in. Go to, go to Waffle House. Yeah, complain. You tell me Waffle House not open. Oh, 24 hours, seven days a week, Amen. even during COVID. Maybe. I don't know. Can't With con- COVID. Can't, yeah. Can't, hey, can't, can't, yeah, you probably got it there. Can't confirm that, but that actually leads me into this know. one, too. If, if I'm assuming somebody could stop COVID, it's the line cook at Waffle House smoking over your pancakes. It ain't getting him. He, he ain't no, that look, he, no. He's got everything. Immune. There's With all the certain people and everything. He's immune. My man's been huffing roach fumes for 45 years yeah. over a hot grill. Yeah. He ain't getting it. Look, you got the dude. He's got he's the he's got the stogie out one side, yeah. the Jay out the other. Just yeah, dude. That's, he's four built tough. I'll it, tell you well, what. look, yeah, exactly. There's look. Some people's immune systems are just meant to knock shit out of the way, and and the Waffle House cook's definitely one of them. That goes back to. Did you see the video? A couple, I guess, a couple months ago. I think it was in Atlanta. The 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 girl like the Waffle House staffs like getting in fight with, like these couple girls are fighting like this chick throws a chair, and this like she's she's one of the waitresses. She's like a. I mean, this little, like, small white girl, she throws a chair, and, like, when she does, she's, like, just, like, matrix that shit around her, and, like, grabs it, and they're like, what, what, bitch? Like, I, dude, it's fucking crazy, but they launch this chair at her, at her face, and she just kind of, like, throws her arm up and, like, like half matrix. You don't fuck this with thing. Yeah, dude. They're, yeah, they're, they're if there's one thing I know yep. ever is do not get in a fight at Waffle House, nine times out of ten, you're probably going to get dunked on because yeah, they don't you're give a fuck dude waffle house itself is another breed don't don't go in there go in there and get some food and it's, then get, get out. the fuck out That's, nobody yeah. n- no, nobody wants drama at waffle house not at all so we're talking about being out late for a cocaine bender which we'll kind of roll into this one the cocaine of the white house did y'all see that yeah i did um i i, I agree <laughs> with uh it's a it's a family thing man gotta be who, dude who, you, anyone that would do that and wasn't part of the family would immediately get found out about. First of all, found out about. Second of all, I've, I imagine I've never been to the White House like at, at all. Mm. So, <coughs> excuse me, apologies. I can't imagine walking in and not being searched. And I understand that they're looking for like guns and yeah. weapons, but I can't imagine you enter the White House and you aren't getting some form of a pat down. And I know you can hide a little cocaine bag. I don't know how big it was. They said that, whatever. But st- like, as a random Joe Schmo, is that the risk I want to take? It to be like I got arrested because I tried to sneak cocaine into the White House. So like it had to be somebody, whether it was the family or not, or somebody. It had to be yeah. somebody like super well, close, where like they just do the quick little boop, 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 walk through the day and, and like they're three or four times. As as the info came out, because the the big hit came out, there was a white substance. The White House was evacuated. Everybody's curious what's happening. What's happening? What's happening? Well, where they found it changed three times. How it was found changed three times. What the, it was changed twice. You didn't get any real information, but where they ultimately said it was found is not in the public quarters. It's not in where 7,000 people a day travel through. It could be anyone. There's no way. 
No, this is like where the VP comes in, and this is where all the like senior staff comes in and out of. That's the entrance it was founded. Essentially, it's like where TSA meets Fort Knox. Like, yeah. you're not getting shit in that they don't want you to get in. Exactly, unless you and know someone or know something. There's yeah. no cameras. There's well, no and so and that's what whether whether you want to take this for take this for salt or not. Donald Trump came out and it's like that part of the White White House is there's cameras. Every he's like you would see anything on every angle in that area. He's like so the fact that they're not able to pinpoint, and I can't imagine they're not running a damn ring doorbell that's got a little blurry like green no. vision when he's like bro no, state of the their, art their security system there is like they can zoom that shit in and probably I imagine they could probably damn put that thing into damn uh, like night visions and watch you like, like a heat signature and watch you fart if they wanted <laughs> all to. All the you fake shit like, that you see on Hollywood is real in the White House. You know, and, and, and so they're like, we don't CSI, know where this cocaine came. All <laughs> yeah, so, it, you know, you know, a baggie just, and, and no, nobody wants to answer the question. Like, do we have anything on this? They're like, I'll bro. defer you to this department. Um, the, you can just reach back into them tomorrow at 2 p.m. No. Oh, but wait, they're on, uh, they're on break. Yeah. Yeah. They won't be back for another two. Get months. right back to you. Yeah. We'll, we'll did you see Joey B at the old uh, at the beach? I can't say that I did, dude. You know what? I just, I honestly, at this point, I feel bad. Like this dude's at the beach, and the, I mean, obviously they've got security around, like stationed, but this dude's at the beach, and like nobody gives a shit. Nope. <laughs> like nobody gives a shit. Like Leonardo DiCaprio can't go to a beach without being swarmed. He's got to stay. He's got to. Everyone likes yeah. him. <laughs> I know, but he's got to stay on a yacht somewhere. You know, like they're not or private beaches. Oh, we're like poor this guy. Kind of had to. This dude, poor guy. I, well, I, I know. I'm just yacht. saying. This Damn dude's it. on a like a semi-public beach yeah. in Delaware, and like people are just like, yeah, whatever, fuck off. You know, so it's lie. just it's I'm unfortunate. Not up to him, I, I don't. Give him a little howdy howdy. Give him away. I don't have enough time to have like I don't have enough brain cells left to even have that conversation. It just would take too much. I, yeah, I don't even think you could. He'd destroy, the, if, he'd destroy if, the last. If one you're to have. wearing your uh, tinfoil still, if you could just crinkle it for me. The have you seen the the beach debacle where uh, he's got tattoos in some of his pictures and he's got none on the beach and they're like, is that a diff- <laughs> is that a stunt guy that had his in his tattoo photos? With as good as AI is nowadays, Dude, right? I guarantee you that's what happened. Well, that and then you got the whole. If you've seen the uh, the earlobe photos, oh yeah, they show you like his earlobe. Like there's photos of him and he's got like hanging earlobes and he's got other ones where the earlobes are like attached to the head, like you know so. I don't know, man. Like it's got to crinkle real hard for that. We, we we've talked about this before on here, man. If if you truly trust your government, you're an idiot, and that's yep. on you. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I think I think I think yep. the government is is the most crooked thing in the world, and like it's there's components of it that are beneficial. Everything else is just. I mean, it's a double edged sword, right? I mean, I th- I feel like for most of us that's been in the military, like. You know, we've gone to other places um, where they're completely destabilized. Their government is just in yep. shambles, right? So it's a double-edged sword. I mean, in some in some cases, government is absolutely necessary, and in some cases, there are certain things that government isn't necessary. I mean, there's a whole reason why, you know, way back when, you know, we were trying to limit the amount that government had in our personal lives. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, you know, when it came to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right, we need to make sure that those, you know, we're defending you know, those rights, those liberties, right? But then once you get past that point, I'm like, mm, 
I think we're grasping at straws and worrying about things we don't need to be worrying about, right? It's the overreach. It's you, the overreach, yeah. It's always the overreach. But the overreach comes from cash. It all stems to cash. But yeah. I mean, again, if you look any any unit you're in, any where you go, any branch you're a part of, bad leaders make everything hell. Yeah. Turn around though, you can turn a just dog shit unit around with a good leader yep. and a good group, a good group of leaders. And then that's that's not what we have. We don't have anybody left that's running this country that cares anymore. And anybody who comes up and tries and shows, hey, they really care, they really want, they're they're hungry for that good, they just get shot down. They get they get burnt fast. They find something dirty that they did 20 years ago and oh, blast yeah. them out. Yeah, get canceled. Get canceled because oh God, you said something rude about somebody 20 years ago on the internet when it started. Well that and and odds are the you know you know when you talk about somebody like Trump is like they want to expose certain things that a lot of people don't want exposed. Whether whether there's truth behind that or not, there's no. talk behind it. And the one thing you say about that presidency with him, uh, Ian said, I try not to be oh, I try not to be ride. overly political about about the but like his presidency is that for four years that dude got bagged on for every single yep. thing, and then yeah. you're, and now you're finding out that every single thing that they said about him was was a lie, yep. made up, make believe, live, created this that. And and it's like, but there's no. The problem is with that is that there's no like no recourse about it. No, like it's just like, oh, yep, that was a lie. It's the like, only well, thing that hang came on. from that is just the overall public trust. Like you know, what, during the Obama administration, there was there's a lot of media drama. There's a lot of this and that, and a lot of people just again anybody who opposed him would just shit talk him. Da 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 da. Then old Trumpy came in, and what a difference in just the severity and the level and the relentless shitting on him. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, old, old JB's in here, and <laughs> you can't say anything. No. Nobody well, will even, even talk the about even the man, which is which is stuff that happened. It's funny because, like, when the only reporter that like I said, I, I, I had like backed off from the news so much, not saying funny. The only reporter who ever seemed to ask questions on, on I guess, from the conservative side to them was, what was his name, Peter Doucette or something like that. And, like, he would always yeah. ask these questions. And, like, he's the only one that, like, pushed the envelope right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is kind of, like, just lets it happen and lets things go. And, like, well, nobody got- really asks questions. Like, you know, they're, like, whereas, like, anytime Donald Trump got on stage or his press secretaries got on stage, like, they grilled them. Yeah. And, and, and the they best part they about it is that, like, and they weren't, they weren't but fake questions they gr- that were on a sheet of paper yeah. that the president's handed before the thing, or even the press secretary's asking no. these questions that are, are. But both those women absolutely handled themselves like champions. Sarah Huckabee and then Kaylee McEnany just ripped reporters apart left and right. And they, and, and they used to crack me up because um, uh, Kaylee McEnany would have that damn, like that binder. And they'd be like, all right, what are we talking Oh, you want to ask about? Boom, she'd flip to it and she's like, what yep. do you want to know? She's like, because I'm going to give you information on what you want to know and not just, like, blow smoke up your ass like, this is what I got. And, like, you don't get any of that now. Mm-mm. Like, it's uh, such Pierre a... is her name, the, the current president. The, she doesn't have a binder. She doesn't look for answers. She doesn't provide answers. She stonewalls. She does the same thing that Jen, Jen Saki did. And yeah. all she did was just, yeah. she, she's like, hey, we'll circle back to that. Yep. We'll, 
bitch, I'm tired of circling back. Not, how about no, we no. get a fucking answer? I mean, that's kind of like it. how a lot of them are, yeah. like, right? That's yeah. Nancy that's, Pelosi. That's all, all of them, I mean, the thing is, is, like, when you don't have an argument, right, you just no. start spewing out crap, and you just start hit calling people names. Hand, like, yeah, but I mean, here. at yep. the end of the day, that's why reporters get shat on, right? Because they have no other thing to fall back on except from their script, right? Yep. And then they get just ripped apart by people who actually know what they're talking about. I mean, that, but, the which, which, which kind of comes like this is a far off topic, top, uh, topic from that. But teachers nowadays, as a teacher, and I know I'm taking this up, as a teacher, if a student asks you a question and you don't know, your best answer is to be like, hey, I don't know that right this second. Let me find that out and I'll, I'll get, get it to you. To you. Because if you, you answer it wrong, they're like, well, according to uh, Wikipedia, you're you're completely wrong, oh, and it's like way to date yourself. I know. Way to just carve and date yourself. <laughs> if anyone was curious, there there's your answer for all you Gen Zs that may be listening to this. That was the old Who's school. Uh, no, the old school was uh, Encyclopedia Britannica, but yes, um, sir. Well, that's when you actually had to open a book and look at shit. Yeah, so exactly. And there were in there. And by the way, by the way, there was like fourteen of them because they went from. Letter to letter, you a know, to C, a to C, a to C, and everything. Was that a, was, yeah. I was punished with this encyclopedia. I got my room was stripped. I had a bed and the encyclopedia, and that was what my options were when I was grounded. You can sleep or learn. Goodbye. And that was it. I got grounded for like a week. So you and got my, a lot of sleep. But I was like, hey, look, you know what? I'm not gonna leave you in here, man. I, I got something for you. And he walks in with a stack of encyclopedias. Oh, you want to go to sleep? You want to read a book? Yay. Here. Increase Man. that knowledge. Tell you what, I know about an aardvark. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, good for you, because I'd have been well-rested. I tell you that <laughs> Eventually, you got to get bored. You, guys, you, you got, got to. You're you staring got to. at the wall, and you're counting the number of pinholes you got in there from thumbtacks, and you're like, all right, I got to do something else. Well, that's where you start connecting. like, oh, that looks like a, that's the belt of Orion up there, if you add that together. The little dipper. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I, got, I had one more question for you before we get just into you guys here a little bit, but... Um, Last thing, did you guys see the video of the lady on the plane? Most recently. Oh, my girl, yeah. Did you see this? Yeah, and I didn't, actually. You didn't? No, so didn't. There's, there's a lady. Uh, they were flying out of Dallas-Fort Worth, and this lady's on a plane, and as this plane's taxiing, getting ready to take off, she stands up and she walks out, and she's, like, freaking out. Now, I say freaking out. She, she was scared. I think she was very sane. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, you know, because some people are talking about mental illness. I don't think that was the case. She seemed very sane and in control of herself, but she was talking about, she's like, get me the fuck off this plane. She's like, I want off this plane now. She's like, and she turns around. She's like, I don't care what she's like. That motherfucker is not real. She's like, so you guys can stay on this plane if you want. She's like, I'm getting the fuck off. If you want to stay here and die, you can. She's like, I'm leaving. She's like, get me. I would have said, I will see you later. I'm getting the fuck off this plane. She's like, get me. And, and, And like, when you see her, like I said, she doesn't seem manic, and she doesn't seem like bipolar or schizo by it. And like, and I know, look, I know mental illness can hide, and you can't, so you can't rule it out. You can't rule drugs out. But she didn't look high. She didn't look fucked up. She didn't look manic. Mm-hmm. She seemed, <clears throat> excuse me, she seemed very in control of herself. She just seemed scared slash terrified of something. Yep. And she's like, and point, she's like, the, and and the crazy part about it is that the videos you see, like nobody's like There's really no videoing back to show who she's talking about. It's supposed to be the guy that she was sitting next to. So I don't. My uh, my TikTok ends up getting pretty tinfoily. I've been over that, but uh, that it's 
from what everybody presents and everybody, you get, people are like, well, I was on the airplane and I saw this and I was sitting six rows back and I was watching Jeopardy. The, 15 different people are all coming out and saying there's apparently this guy in a hoodie that she was sitting next to. And one of the supposed witnesses says that dude was staring at her and she was speaking, but he wasn't speaking back. And then there, there was, but they were having a conversation and she would say stuff and he would stare. And then the, the flight attendant comes up. And when, even when the flight attendant spoke to him, he never spoke. And that's who freaked her out. That guy just really freaked her out. Da, 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 da. But watching the video, she's either terrified of something that she saw or she's a paid actor and there's something that somebody's getting covered up. And she should be it, getting it was an on, Emmy because yeah. it was a hell of an actor. Or she was she either was. terrified. Or, or that was more evidence that was, in fact, The Matrix and that was Morpheus that she was looking at. And so some, of, some, some of the reports said that they're talking about like they saw like the guy was like doing like weird like movements and shake like shape shifting. Some guys said like he was doing like. Instead of the the up and down blinking, it was the more lateral blinking, and like there's just weird components to it, you know. So then you hear, yeah, the conspiracy of the lizard people. Could oh be yeah, or this and that. So or it could have been a movie that they were now filming <coughs> and no one knew. And it. one of and one of somebody was talking about like that they thought the dude was like an AI generation that they created like the you know the iRobot type deal and like it was an, an actual robot that was a person and like wasn't. But either way, like she was legitimately in the video, like so if she's acting. Dude, yep. give this woman an Emmy because it was incredible. But like I said, she didn't seem manic. She didn't seem fucking crazy. But she was very adamant about like that motherfucker is not real. I want off this plane. And so they apparently brought the plane back. Oh yeah, three you know who hours. else? Was, you know, I just they read this today. Them, you know who else was? You know who else was on that plane that I just read about today? Uh, the comedian Carrot Top. Oh, Carrot Top. So I, I saw Carrot Top, was Top apparently on at that, New Year's in the 90s in Athens in a random little shit bar. And he did the whole prop, prop comedy back before he got, like, super beef. For, for the roids. No, he's a big old carrot yeah, now. He, he's a, yeah, oh, that's, a, that's a chunky carrot. <laughs> and in the best ways. Um, <laughs> no, so, like, he, he was on it. But, they said, yeah, it got delayed. So the flight got delayed three hours. Yep. Pushed back. They switched it up. They switched the crew. I don't even know if she got onto that plane. I don't believe so. She was detained. If you're saying, if you're causing a three-hour delay and you're freaking out, you're gone. You're not flying that day. But see, and, and like, what is the level of being detained, too? Because it's like, she wasn't being detained because, like, she just wanted to act a fool. Like, she was terrified of something. So Yeah, but you can't say, no, 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 if I agree. you want to die, you stay, stay here. here. Yeah. Now you're, now, you can't yeah. say bomb either. You gone. Yeah. Yeah. you on, you on, you on the Al-Qaeda registry at that yep. point. But... You get what and, and so then popped. obviously I was reading uh, I saw another buddy post it yesterday and then I read I tried to read it today that there's a conspiracy now that she's missing now the conspiracy kind of is debunked with the fact of like she's missing because nobody can nobody get in can touch go. with her well they don't really know who she is she can't get in touch with her. but that's the other thing too is like generally if something like that happens like somebody knows Interviews this woman you've never says, seen anything yeah. but friends aren't like oh that's Jessica Smith mm -hmm. that's the nope. like nobody's named any of that come out. For and me, nobody can con so that's the part where they're like, well, she like nobody can reach this woman. Like, what the hell, man? Like, that's kind of weird. I mean, it's possible the person could have had schizophrenia or something. She could have been, yeah, legitimately. Yeah, was she just could, within could, her own world. She well, could have, but she me, just like I said, there was no manicness to it, and that's where I said like mental illness can hide. So it was like, you, really, can't, you cannot rule if, it out. If, if you're judging based solely on the video, first impression, show anybody. 
fear is the only thing you see. She does not look. Like, she does not look manic. Doesn't fear. look anything crazy. Sounds like I need to look at this. You, you, got, you, you got to check it out. You got to check it out. It's a good. It's a really interesting. We're twenty twenty three. We got AI doing people's homework. We got AI doing people's jobs. We're progressing into the future. You can get as much information as you want from the internet, except you can't. You get yeah. you, the, you can hear as much as you're told on social media, hear what you're told by the news. But honestly, if you want to know anything about this chick, you're not going to find it. If you want to know details about the sub and who was on it and the video of them getting in it, if it exists, you're not going to find it. Certain that 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 topic comes down to certain people can get all the information they want, not everybody, and that's what it comes. It, it money like that money, that money. money money talks and and knowing people talks and then having like, I'm I'm sure the rich have a whole other search engine compared to us. There's probably something super cool out there. I mean, there. it's the black web, man, or the yeah. dark web. I mean, there's there's no telling. No telling. It's a. Uh, I I just want to see what the dark web's about without actually like having to worry about the damn FBI showing up to my house. But yep. I don't know if it's worth it at that point. I got to explain the guns and all that shit, you know. Oh, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, uh, dude, that's a good rant, guys. I was kind of, you know, threw a couple topics at you just see what you see what you thought and just some current event stuff here. But uh, we'll get to you guys, man, before we roll out of here. Um, Ross, you want to start, man? Give a little info about yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm 31. So I did kind of show my age a little bit. Um, I got two beautiful kids, gorgeous wife. Um, was in the Air Force for 10 years. Okay. Um, I originally wanted to go into the Marines, but then my dad taught me out of it. He was prior Army. He's like, no, do two years of school and then come back to talk to me. Well, smart man. Yeah. There's so many, so many Army, Air Force, Army, Navy, Marine. We'll all get together. Everybody sit around and be like, damn, I should have went Air Force. It's like controlled Dang. banter. Can you right? imagine we, being Air Force? We'd all sit around. Well, we hate you when we're sitting here next to you. But like, if you're not here, we're all sitting around going, God, can you imagine? I mean, for sure. <sighs> well, and then I, I nice. it kind of it kind of changes the atmosphere a little bit because I tell people what I used to do. So I used to work on an A10 as a crew chief. Um, nice. I mean, most badass jet. That, if y'all don't, yeah, you if, if if you don't know what that is, and obviously most of the military people will uh, listening will, but. It's probably the greatest plane the military has ever created. It's just in, in, I mean, you literally lose a wing and it, and it still flies. I mean, the redundancies and the fact that it's literally built around the gun and the gun's not built around the jet, exactly. right? I mean, it, it's, it's just ridiculous. It's a tank on, that can fly in the it's air. a giant and, flying gun. And yeah. then it takes other tanks out. Um, Good bird. Yes. Good bird. So, yeah, I mean, I did that for 10 years. Um, you know, I liked it. And, uh, yeah, I met some amazing people. I feel like, you know, the one thing that I can say 100% is that the best people that I've ever um, had the pleasure of meeting and being a part of as a family are military in general. I mean, whether it's the Army, Marines, Navy. I mean, I don't really know many Coast Guard people, but Man. I mean, I'll throw them None, in there. You know, Space Force now at this point. Yeah, well, now Space, oh, space Force. Good. You need a Space Force flag in your flag collection. Yeah. You know what? Until I meet a Space Force person, like I don't think with they the rate. Pontiac symbol, they don't they don't rate till I meet one. Is it even real? <sighs> yeah, I yeah. Mean, it is. Is real. it is, it is real? But is yeah. it super real? Well, it's I know real it is. for a reason. But They're they pumping. Th- 
billions into it. They're not doing it for nothing. Well, the funny thing is, is like, it's like, let's do the Space Force. We're going to go to the space, but then now we're doing cyberspace. Oh, yeah. So we're still playing is, it on is the like, ground. We've already been in space. So it's like, we're going to go to space. It's like, I mean, according to the conspiracy, have we really been on, in space? Have we, really have we been on the moon? been on the moon. <laughs> hey, let's, you know what? That might be another episode. We'll discuss that. <laughs> but uh, according to them, you know, old Buzz Aldrin will punch you in the mouth if you've said that and then trip over his words when asked if he was actually there. So I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, in the last but not least, I mean, I uh, I work for a great company, Lockheed Martin now. I still... Working in aeronautics, right? So working you have in the Dobbins. Uh, yeah. So right there, Marietta, been working, um, yeah. doing aer- aeronautical engineering. Man, I went on to do bigger and better things. Sweet. So this, so military was a means to an end, but you know it was a great, great means. You do a yeah, you do a very similar job and get paid a lot more to do it. <sighs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. right? Instead God, of reading the tech yep. guides, I write the tech guides. Outstanding. Yeah. So, so if something breaks, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. <laughs> That yep, you know what that was my initial thought going into the military and and that didn't happen because I tried to go into aviation electronics and I was told that oh your spot's open secured you've got that spot no yeah yeah I went and I went uh, didn't happen um, Brian we talked about it um, thirty five I got a wife two boys um, I was in uh, National Guard for years had the whole plan got out of high school. Hit the guard up for some money, get some school. Ended up at the uh, North Georgia Military School up in uh, Dahlonega. Yeah. Um, plans, plans, plans. Aviation ops. So got to play around with helicopters and hang out with uh, warrant officers, which Heck is just yeah. the best decision in the military. Like you go in the army and you've got the option to be an officer, which is great. You've got an option to be enlisted, which is great. Or you can go warrant officer. A very have niche a, group. What a great niche group of the authority of an officer and the indifference of a grunt. And yeah. it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And then you rank up and you get you get really, really indifferent. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, yeah there's a there's a lot of power with them with the warrant officers, man. It's yeah. a very interesting, very interesting position to yeah, have in the military. we didn't have warrant officer ranks in the air force just yeah. kind of bummed about it that would have been like one of the coolest positions though i think it's only army yeah. and marine corps i yeah. don't know if the navy has that. I think yeah it's i don't think army so marine corps. yeah it's definitely uh it's it's that weird so it's the weird hybrid of enlisted and, and officer we had a uh, we had a guy on a couple episodes ago that was actually marine corps enlisted for plenty of years because he got to staff sergeant and then he actually ended up going the officer route and so he got out as a major. So wow, good for him. we call <coughs> excuse, we talked about that. Then we call that uh, like a, we call that a Mustang. But you've got both aspects. Like you know the the infantry side or the or well he wasn't infantry too, but you know the enlisted side, and now you know the officer. Well, it's side, got which a major better makes officer, a way better yeah. officer mm-hmm. because there's understand like you just understand what that side's gone through because you know what it's like to be a private and work your way up. Yep. Because there's a lot of shit sh- stuff that happens to a private like. Even lieutenants, man, when you get in as a lieutenant, like, lieutenant gets shit work because they're, you know, they're the boot of the officers, but it ain't the same. But if you come, if you come out of college as an, a 20-something and you go to OCS and you have this experience in OCS, you go straight in as an officer and, again, you're trained, you're trained, you're trained. You learn from these books and you learn from these lessons of how to do everything. Um, versus 
spending years in the field with these people and yep. and and really learning what the Marine Corps or the Army or whatever branch, what it is, how it functions as a machine, and then you lead that machine, you're going to be better versus being told how to lead these people coming in as some hotshot 25-year-old, 24, 23-year-old officer commanding a, 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 a 50-year-old guy yep. or 40-year-old guy who's been in this unit for 20 years. You can't tell him anything he doesn't know. And I'll be honest, um, and well, I, you know, I, I'm I'm sure in army is uh, in in the army as well, but in the Marine Corps unit, there aren't many lieutenants that are that are really going to back talk your E7s and above. Hell no, not oh, if no. smart. No, there's Na- a lot mainly more because it, there, there's it, exactly, there's more respect now. Most E7s are going to be you know they're going to be respectful because obviously they've got to that position for a reason, mm-hmm. so they understand the structure and, and like they understand the positioning, but. When e, someone at that level, you know, and maybe even some E6s, depending on the time. But, like, when you start talking about E7s and above, man, and they, they tell you information, like, they're kind of asking you something while telling you something. Yeah, there and, wasn't and, a question. And, yeah, it wasn't that. really a question, even though <laughs> that sound, it was kind of rhetorical, I guess. Like, it sounded you know, like a question. It, it, they're giving you the heads up because they've been the there long enough. Now, you get higher, you start talking about that E8, especially that E9 rank, so in the Marine Corps you get to to that Sergeant Major and that Master Guns rank. Bro, they will absolutely shit on lieutenants. Yep. And you don't see it too often. If you do, it's usually behind closed doors because they still try to keep it somewhat professional. But when you're talking about guys that got 20 to 30 years in enlisted service and you you've got an officer that's an absolute like true boot within within like a 4-year service rank. Bro, they will, they will, they will destroy him, and you can't touch that that higher rank. You don't, I don't care if they're enlisted. You've got people. To, like, yeah, yeah. it'll He's never, it'll never go up because even if you tried to like actually push, I mean, unless he just knocked you out. No. Even if you tried to touch him, it would never because he, your captain's gonna be like, no, let it go. And then if it happens, to go past your captain. Then, then the you know, your actual battalion, you know, XO or or battalion commander's gonna be like, no, let it go. Like that's that dude's. I'll talk to him. That's all that's going to happen. Like, it's not going to, because there's too much time. There's too much knowledge and stuff there. So it's an interesting route. And that, and so all to bring that all the way back around to the, to the warrant officer, man, like most warrant officers are pretty chill. Our, um, we had a couple in, in our battalion, but our biggest warrant officer is always in, in the, in an infantry unit. It's called your gunner. So he is your, he is your weapons specialist. Badass. So, it's a badass title. No, it, it is, and, and he's called so like he's a chief warrant officer with a bursting bomb, uh, like so he's got you know he's got a, a warrant officer lapel pin and then a bursting bomb pin because he is your weapon specialist. Like that's this going dude, on a plaque on my desk. Yes, weapon specialist. Just I want it big. The, and 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 I say this plaque. from the con. Like they know they generally know everything there is to know about every weapon system. It's not it's not a fucking like oh yeah I'm a, like, oh no, they're no, not they, guessing they know, about they, it. They know it. No. They know it and they talk and so like there's some like heavy hitting badass dudes uh and most of them are usually pretty chill like you get to that level like they're they're chill ass dudes now that doesn't mean that they won't fucking tear your ass up they need to but they usually are pretty chill dudes because like they they just too much knowledge floating around so that's how i feel like the equivalent in the air force attack p and the pjs okay right i mean you can spot a pj from a mile away they're only they're only ones that wear red pajamas yeah yeah exactly um you know it's like when you see them, you see them a mile away, and you're like, oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's a PJ right there. I mean, so I would see the equivalent of a weapons specialist, right? I mean, just freaking badass. You're kind of like, do I talk to this 
No, you don't. I'm just saying hi. Okay, bye. Yep, see you later. Bye, guys. He's he's not making eye contact. He's going to keep on walking. Nope. Nope. That's the first time I ran into a couple SEALs on deployment. Like, and you just see, like, they're just dressed different. Like, even, like, when you're dressed down going to the chow hall, like, they're just, there's just, there's an aura to them, but they're just dressed different. And, like, nobody, nobody, like, they're out of regs. For the most, and for the most part, just how because er- yeah, how like, everybody else is dressed, like they're out of regs, and like nobody, like you're walking with officers and like high ranking staff NCOs, you see floating, and like nobody says shit because you don't know, like they 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 could be seals, which they probably are, or they could be contractors, yep. which something, but like you don't question it because you don't know, but you, like yeah. everyone that's there knows, you know exactly what they were because they're not ranking, well, they don't generally. The ones that I saw, like, they don't generally wear rank. They weren't wearing their rank and most of the stuff. Like, they don't put it out there. They do that in aviation. Well, um, our aviation unit, I mean, there was no back again on the Army. We wore berets. But most of the aviation unit, you didn't wear your cover because telecopters. Yeah. You're, yeah, on the flight line, you don't wear your covers. covers yeah. not, they ain't worth the machines. <laughs> Keep yep. it. But there's also, again, you got aviation's just... It's a little more chill. It's not as you're not gonna go and in, you go into an infantry unit and you go into an aviation unit. It's they're different. They're both maybe part of the same force, but it's very different units. You got different mm-hmm. levels of chill. We uh we picked up an uh infantry uh major, I believe. So I'm I'm aviation ops. I'm sitting on the radio calling in a copter chopper coming in. They're coming in from picking this guy up. I'm not aware this 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 guy's on there. I'm shit talking everybody that I know on the aircraft, and I'm hitting them with a Roger Dodger over and out. And let me tell you, that man grabbed that mic. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck is this? What is your goddamn name? I'll be there in two hours. You got until I get. Oh, God. And so I'm just in dread the rest of the afternoon. Dude's flying in. I'm sitting there just waiting. Gotta get out of here. Can I take lunch? Can I I just dip? No, no, no. (laughs) And so. Dude that knew the major that was coming um, comes up to me and goes, listen, it sounds stupid. Get him a Diet Coke. Put it on the counter. When he brings you his bag, he's going to set his bag on the counter. He's going to take his Diet Coke. He's going to glare at you. He's going to walk off. And I'm a teenager. And so I go to the vending machine. I grab a Diet Coke. I set it on the counter. Dude comes in from the flight, red, drops off his bag, grabs a Diet Coke, makes eye contact, turns around and walks off. And well, I'll be damned. That worked. And I I stopped shit talking on the radio. That was the last shit talk I put on the air. No, nothing. No more. No more Roger Dodgers. No more nothing. Nope. I had similar experiences in aviation. I don't know. It just sets it up for just hilarious interactions. Yep. There's a couple of them that came to mind. The biggest one for me was is uh, we were good friends with Mock. So, like, Mock would be, like, up there in the basically in the ATC um, and, you know, they, they would be the first to know if we had to tow a jet or something from point A to point B. Um, and we were really good friends with the mock guys. So can, sometimes we kind of just shoot the shit and just, you know, say whatever we wanted yeah. to say, blah, blah, blah. And um, a buddy of mine did it, and he was, he was doing cursory. Um, and cursory is kind of like that um, point in, uh, in, in uh, hot pit refueling. They're basically the pilot's still up in the jet, refueling the jet on the ground not getting out his crew chiefs would go up do do their thing and uh he was on cursory and he was doing that stuff and um he didn't know it but uh right behind mock was a uh one of the um top 
top guys in there, like a he's like a captain or something like that, and was listening to the conversation. <laughs> Just waiting. And around that time, there were like memes and stuff going around about the oh yeah, oh no, and cursory. He's sitting in cursory, and he's like, yeah, uh, aircraft seven eight nine gotten into chocks. Oh yeah, oh, and then no. and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, he was like. I'm sorry, what's your name? And then he's like pucker factor one million, oh, yeah. right? And he was yeah, you're like diamonds. He and he didn't say anything for like probably a good side. It felt like an eternity. It was like 10 seconds. He was sitting in the driver's seat. I was sitting in the passenger seat. And I like looked at him. I'm like, are you gonna answer that? <laughs> and he you just sat it. there. He you said, gotta, uh, own it, man. Yeah, so he said his name, and then the person was like, I want to see you in my office in five minutes. I was like, Oh shit. Uh, sir, this is private ho. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is John Private Doe. Ho, yeah. Can you can you repeat back? Private whole yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, yeah, he um he got a big slap on the wrist. Fortunately, yep. but uh, I knew he was probably thinking that he was gonna get hit with like a oh I was L O R or like an Article Fifteen or something yep. like that. And like oh shh, because you know that that two hours of damn near radio silence is enough to just. It's almost enough to pop a diamond now. Like you're 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 puckered the whole time. You're waiting and you're hoping it's a diamond, man. And then thank God, dude, buddy, got, let me know. That, it's just grab a coke. Well, dude's the thing, tired. Put it on the counter. All the stuff on the flight line is just so set up for you, right? I mean, we're yeah. hanging bombs on the A10, and it's just like, what what do you do when you're hanging bombs? You draw on them, and I guarantee yep. you, when we were in Afghanistan, there are more dicks on that dicks. bomb than you could even see bomb. Yep, right. <laughs> you draw dicks. What there else was, do you draw? You gotta draw dicks. Well, look, the you don't have to be great. an artist to know how to draw a veiny yeah. penis. Yeah, right? like, yeah. That's just that's what it comes the down to. The more hair, the better. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got boot from my bachelor party um for drawing a dick in a big sand trap we started the day golfing or we went shooting first because you know booze went shooting first went to golfing and then went out to the bars got didn't make it seven holes and we were we were <laughs> launching golf carts over hills Evans. and playing polo off the side i've seen those and, videos were you in yeah, one of them I, I, it's a good a possibility chance. But I drew a big 14-foot dick in a sand trap, and they were like, you got to go. Here's your money back. Just fucking leave. You no, they gave the you your money they, back? They apologized to part of my party because they were the only responsible idiots not acting like us. And they were like, guys, listen, we apologize. It's a bachelor party ahead of you. Um, we'd like to refund your fees today and give you another free day anytime you'd like to return so they got a voucher from the bachelor party <laughs> and they were like we understand you know we just wanted to play today that's fine we can we can wait it's fine and then they packed up their shit came with us and took their voucher yeah, they didn't great. give us vouchers they just handed me the the cash back and said you got to get the fuck off our course where are y'all playing at ah uh, cobblestone how are you? Yeah, I'm straight. Uh, Cobblestone, really? That's bad funny. Well, I mean, of it all might, courses, no, you know, no. I can guarantee you they're pretty uptight. Yeah. It might have been, it's been a minute. It's years and years now. But, yeah, they uh, they just refunded my money and uh, didn't want us anywhere near their golf course. <laughs> Do you know what hole you drew the penis on? Uh, it wasn't seven. It's probably the eight hole, you know what I mean? Hello. Oh, no, I'm trying to think. So, I'm, well, I'm thinking of hole seven. So, hole seven is the big par five. So it was a large sand trap. Um, I mean, enough to draw. A was giant. it the one near the water? 
possible. I mean, think big, probably, wide sand trap, and just imagine whole, filling that, that whole was, sand trap with dick. That was probably hole four, yeah. which is fantastic because that's a giant sand trap on that like far bottom right side, like yeah. near the water. Yeah, that's fucking. Aren't hysterical. those the best though? And you're just getting that shit face, and you just don't even remember. But we that, got so drunk so fast for no reason. I mean, bachelor party, but <laughs> it was. We should have made it nine, you know, at make least, nine yeah. holes. Yeah, make it, make it the full nine yeah, holes. Let, let us at least get the turn right, and then. But the question is, you out. got seven holes in, but you got a full return. Yeah, yeah, that's solid. It's a W. That's I a mean, win. that's, that's a win. Like yeah. you got your cash yeah. back. That's like, a win in what? my book. Dude. Yeah, that's a win in my book. They okay, I mean, us, they wanted us gone so bad. Oh, they're paying you to leave. Yeah, such yeah. a pre- such a prestigious golf course. Oh yeah, it's nice. It's very nice. I did get a chance. You know, speaking of bachelor party, um, I had mine a couple years ago, and we went to uh, up to North Carolina to Pinehurst. Okay. Um, and uh, do you talk about pres- you talk about pristine, man? I mean, their their freaking um, practice putting green is like the size of a football field. I, I mean, yeah, that that alone was cool as hell. But then you got all the other you know, umpteen different courses there's, that I think surround there's nine them. different courses on Pinehurst. Just in Pinehurst. Wow. Yeah. But that doesn't even include all the, the surrounding, courses yeah. surrounding that's, that's, it. Yeah, that's just Pinehurst. Yeah, yeah. I, we only had the opportunity of playing uh, one of Pinehurst's finest, the same one that Tiger Woods played and won uh, the U.S. Open. But um, So you it, played hole two or course two? Course two, yep. Nice. Um, didn't get a chance to play the cradle. Really wanted to do that. Uh, the really cool and nice looking uh par three course i see barstool sports play it all the time with their like annual barstool sporting event or whatever but um yeah i mean i would love to go back up there and i played we went up there for a wedding and i played so funny story off this we went up there and played we either played one and three or three and five Mm -hmm. so we were up there maybe we got up there a thursday night and we played friday so we're gonna play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wedding was on Saturday, Saturday afternoon, evening. So I think, we, like I said, either one and three, three and five. Anyways, I don't remember what days we played either one. But on whichever whichever hole it was, the main street that comes rolling right down Pinehurst, we get on. It's hole two on that course, and one of the one of the guys with us. So we've got, I don't know, we probably got, I don't know, four or five foursomes in a row playing this. And uh, the four that I'm with, one of the guys with us is just, just fucking awful. And everybody's pretty awful golf for the most part. But this dude's just he's and he even told me, dude, I'm I'm fucking awful. <laughs> so he's on the team. So like I've already hit uh, the other guy. That, so the two of us that play okay have already hit. This guy was third to hit, and I was I had already gotten in the cart. And for some reason, I was like moving up just a little bit, but I pulled up the cart path just a little bit, getting ready for him to like tee off. And this dude, I don't know how, but like he sends this ball almost I mean, it was it was less than forty-five degrees off to the right. And it shoots right in front of my cart. Like I like misses me by like two two or three feet in front of my cart. Is on an absolute piss missile straight to the road. And there's two cars standing there. Well, there's more than two because it, all, all of them are caught at the red light. That's the golf cart pathing, so yeah. it's stopped. They're all standing right there. Anyways, the first car is like a brand new like Z06 Corvette. The second car is like an old F-150. And I say old, like older, probably like a 2000, I don't know, six or something like that. Like not bad. Anyways, older F-150. And so like it shoots off and I'm like, no. And sure enough, fortunately for this guy, misses misses the vet and goes toward, it's going straight towards the car behind him. 
Dude, it hits this fucking F-150 in the passenger. I mean, it couldn't have been more dead center of the fucking passenger door. Boom. Hits, like, explodes. We're like, oh, shit. There's a woman sitting in the pass. So it's a, it was a, um, it wasn't a single cab, but it was like the, the, oh, it wasn't a full four-seater set, like extended cab. Yeah, looking. extended ones, yeah. Not a so, full like, crew. it had the back yeah. seat, but, like, it, so there's nobody in it, but it was just a guy and girl in the front and back seat. Dude, it hits that fucking middle. Dude, it, I mean, it sounds like a fucking shotgun goes off. Pow! She jumps out the damn seat. And like and and so the guy that did it is actually a chiropractor as well, but he used to be a uh, a Sandy Springs police officer. So it was just kind of hysterical, you know. But he's like, oh, fuck. and so like there, she's like rolling her, like throwing her hands up. The fuck, it's like rolling the windows down. Like fuck y'all, yeah. like screaming. He's like, and he's You're like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so yeah. And, what, and it was just crazy, which is crazy mad? that there's I no mean, you net. Take that you, you take that risk. risk. You do take the risk, but I'm more shocked that they're like where it was. Like there was no netting. Like it was straight because it wasn't like a crazy distance. I mean, it was probably. From that tee box to the road, maybe 50 yards or less. So, I mean, it's very, like, I'm shocked that there wasn't a net running down that, you know, anyway. Because it's, like, no trees. Like, it was wide open. And, like, sure. And so, like, she's, like, you know, windows down. She's, like, fuck you, da-da-da, screaming. He's, like, and he's, like, I'm sorry. I'm so, so, like, he's, like, I'm going to say something. And so, he jumps in the car. Like, he tries to go down and meet them at the, at the, at the crossing, like, where they're waiting at. Tries to meet him and to apologize. So, he drives all, it's now we're waiting on him. He drives all the way back and, like. We, you know, waits a minute, and I was, all of a sudden he comes back, and he's like, he's like, fucking bitch was like, fuck you, and like took off, man. Like, didn't see, he's like, I, he's like, I, you know, I was going to pay for something I had to. He's like, I don't, like, fuck, dude, like, what do you want me to do? And I was like, trying to help you out. I was like, look, dude, the best thing that could happen is that bitch screaming, fuck you with you and take us, because like, I don't want to pay for that damn 2006 yeah. F 150. You chose for me not to. But I mean, to pay dude, I'm talking about put an absolute monster dent in the side. But the best part of it was her, if you could have seen her, like, she didn't know it was coming. So, I mean, it was even, like, not even thinking about it, like, it was just so quick because, bing, pow. You totally threw me off because I swear I thought you were going to say it missed the F-150 and then hits the Z06. I know. And my heart sank <laughs> a little bit. Well, so, because when he hit it, I knew both those cars were there because I was pulling up. So, when I saw him, my, that was my thought initially. As soon as he hit, I was like, oh, fuck. And then I was like, okay, it's just the Ford. <laughs> and I was like, it, it'll handle it. It's going to be all right. That Z06, you know, window height, that would have been right at someone's head, probably going straight through the window. So he'd also had to pay for it. Oh yeah. Well, you know, not only not only you're getting the 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 window bill, but you're probably getting the medical bill that just you know decapitated someone's fucking right temporal lobe. But so second story off Pinehurst is I was supposed to play hole number two on on Sunday, and um, Saturday. So Saturday was the wedding. And dude, it, dude, we had you know open bar. We had a fucking fantastic time getting getting just litty titty, having a good time. Litty titty like that, yeah. Getting litty titty, having a I good time. Heard that in a while. And then um, so after after the wedding, so, you know, four hour wedding, like doing the you know reception, every, everything, like four hours and like just hanging out, drinking, having a good time. We decide like all of us are going to go downtown. So Pinehurst is cool because they've got the shuttle system. So the shuttles will take you into downtown where there's like one bar that's open in like downtown like Pinehurst or wherever the hell it's at. Like there's only one bar that's really open. So we all go there and my, uh, well, girlfriend, now wife at the time, like, so we go down. Well, as soon as we get there, she's like, uh, she's like, I think I'm done. I'm gonna go back. I was like, come on. Like we just, I, was like, I brought one key. Like, let's go. She's like, ah. I she's like, I'm just, she's like, I'm done. Like I'm hammered. Like I'm, I'm done. Like I need to go back. I was like, all right, here's the key. 
Don't lock the door. Okay. So, anyway, she drives back. And um, long story short on that, she ends up coming home. So, I, I, I come back, door's locked. I was like, fuck, dude, seriously? So, I bang on this door for like 20 minutes. We're, we're in these little like con- condo duplex things that are all, all over the thing. We're on the second floor of this one. So, I'm like banging on this door for 20 minutes. Doesn't she doesn't wake up? I'm calling her, banging on the door, calling her, banging on. She will not wake up. So I was like, motherfucker, dude. So I go around. And I was like, well, I know our back door is unlocked. So I'm looking up, and I was like, all right, it's it's a balcony. It's a two. It's a it, it's a balcony on top of a balcony. I was like, I got this. So I start trying to like scale this balcony. How old are you? Twenty five. Okay, you 26. got this. Yeah. yeah. Well, I should have. 25, 26. So, <laughs> I mean, so I, I start climbing this thing, and then I'm like, fuck, dude. I was like, I'm in full suit. So, let me, so I, I start taking parts of it. I got the blazer off, did it, and so I'm trying again, and I'm like, oh, dude, all right. Shirt, I'm untucking shirts, undoing, like, belts and shit, and, like, I'm just slowly, like, removing piece after piece. And so, like, I get up, and I'm like, well, now my shoes are, all right, these fucking shoes. So, I, now I got shoes and socks off. So, I'm now in there in a dress shirt and, and dress pants. Like I'm like barely on. Hell yeah! Someone's watching this. Someone, oh dude, I I wish to God there was a fucking video of this because it would probably be one of the most hysterical things you've ever seen. So these balconies, these 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 balconies are built with um, they've got like those like I don't know, they're about three and a half four feet tall, like the fencing, and then like there's all um, uh, mosquitoes like screening on the inside, okay. but there's no crossbar, so it's just straight like the four foot three and a half four foot like long beams and then you get the actual like ledge yeah so i'm standing on top of that ledge on the bottom i'm grabbing the the a balcony above me it's like ledge. so i start pulling myself up i put my feet against the wall barefoot and that's how i knew like, the shoes weren't working because they were slipping so i got my feet against the wall and i'm pulling myself up this thing you got this well i so i get to this point where i'm probably like i don't know nine and a half ten feet up in the air over top of this balcony below me in the ground and I'm kind of stuck because I'm ho- where I'm holding, I'm starting to lose a little bit of grip, but where I'm holding, I've got about a six to eight inch like gap left to grab the top of this thing. I'm like, if I can grab the top of this balcony, I'm golden. I'm getting home safe. So with my feet pinned against the wall and holding this, I was like, all right, I got to do like one big maneuver. Like I'm going to pull, push, and jump. Yep. So that was a thought. Gravity. So then I, so then you know, I, I go to execute said move. Well, when I did, as soon as I go to pull and I push off the off the the wall, my feet slip. So as soon as they slip, whoosh, and I pull like I miss, slip off this thing, fall down. I hit the balcony's banister below me, like the the railing, with both hamstrings, like both quads, wow. like land like right there. I kick in the fucking screen completely, like just destroy their screen, kick in the screen. Hit my hamstrings. It flips me back 90 degrees for another four feet, and I land straight on my back, and I just miss one of those, like, four-foot-tall, like, circular electrical boxes. Oh, jeez. And, like, it's in between my arm and my fucking rib cage. Like, it's coming up, between, and, like, I just missed it with the way I landed. But I'm laying there, and I'm just like, ugh. <clears throat> and I'm looking, I'm like, oh, I was like, I fucked up. And all of a sudden, like, the pain from my hamstring just starts to radiate. Yeah, like, oh, I God, didn't dude, die. I done fucked up, dude. I was like... And I'm, I'm like, how am I not? So I go to get up, and like, I just feel like the hamstrings just like shred. And I'm like, ah! So now I can't walk. And so like, I'm like crawling with every bit of like suit that I have uh, remaining. Oh, by the way, rip my brand new suit. Like the pants are ripped, shirts dead. So I've got all my shit. Like I'm crawling to the to the front of our door. I go back and beat on the door for like another thirty minutes while calling my wife. Finally, she hears it, opens the door, 
and I'm like crawling in, and I'm I'm hurt so bad I can't stand. Like I get up, and I somehow like crawl onto the damn granite countertop because it's like cold. And I'm like, I'm like pulling my pants off to lay on the cold countertop to get my hamstrings on it because I'm like, I know they're fucked, dude. And I'm laying, my wife's in tears. Or I'm sorry, girlfriend. Time, but what? Now what? She's in tears because she's upset that she freaking locked the door. And and I'm like, I can't move. I can't move. So I'm supposed to play at 7 a.m. the next day. And my buddy, so my buddy calls me. I finally go to bed. Buddy calls me, and I go to get up, and I'm like, dude, I can't move. And he's like, what are you talking? I was like, dude, I, and I tell him, I was like. I, I I fell off like a ten story, or I'm sorry, a ten a ten foot like balcony, and and I, I fucked. I think I was like I think I tore my right hamstring. Left one's pretty tender. I think the right one's tore. Like I'm 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 pretty bad off, man. Like I couldn't even drive home. The wife had to drive us home. It took us, you know, it's, it's already a five and I think it was a five and a half hour ride home. It took us seven hours because it kept having to stop because I kept cramping up like on the dude. It was so. That was terrible. It was so bad. And I was and, and out of everything, I was just pissed because like I was so looking forward to playing too. Like I was so pumped to get up to play it. We were playing at 7 a.m. Man, we'd be done by like 12, ride home. Like it was gonna be a glorious day. Nah, dude. My ass was got home probably about the same time that I would have if 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 I did play, but I didn't play. I just had fucked up hamstrings. So And a story. Yeah, well, I had a story, dude. It was a good and, and the best part about that, I wasn't the first person to fall off a balcony that bachelor party weekend. I'm sorry that that wedding weekend, uh, one of my buddy's good friends just got there, and they were on the first level of one of the same type things. He was FaceTiming his girlfriend at the time, and sat up on the balcony and was showing her like kind of like looking behind him, like but FaceTiming her, looking showing her the the lake and shit behind him. Well, he slipped, he fell back over into the bush. So he gets out, you know, they're all laughing and roasting. He gets out, he like limps it back in. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, dude, that fucking hurt. I'm like, what the dude? Fucking you fell off like a like a two and a half Five, foot like yeah, thing. Like you're feet. you're good, dude. Like what do you do? They lift up his shirt when he flipped into the bush, he fucking impaled himself with a branch. Oh. He had a he had a a split branch stuck into him two ways, oh, right into his geez. like and right into his leg and groin area. So oh, they gotta shit. rush him to like the ER. And the ER starts. He missed his fucking femoral artery. They said by less than half an inch. So one of one of the groomsmen who was standing up there, this dude who was looking forward to playing golf, he didn't play golf all weekend. He's on fucking painkillers and can barely stand up the whole weekend. He was there for fucking like five minutes, sober. Jeez. Wasn't even like sober. Just slipped off the fucking balcony and fucking bout bout ended See, his ended his life. He didn't get a cool story. He's just dumb. Yeah. He just, you know, missed miss bad luck, I guess. Just bad luck. Um, like you, you, you lost that round, man. Like mm-hmm. You fell 10 feet I, in a drunken stupor so trying the, to be Superman. Funny part about that is I call, so I called my buddy, whose wedding it was, like Sunday morning as we were leaving. I was like, well, I was like, just want you to know. I was like, you got two buddies from different yeah. groups that both fell off balconies at your wedding. He's like, the fuck you talking? I tell him the story. He's like, "Oh my god!" Maybe like, stick yeah. to the ground floor next time. Just, yeah. just, just tell him next wedding, no yeah. balconies, no balconies, was, no balconies uh, on his next round. Yeah. So that was that was, was an interesting time. So the only reason, oh, to bring that circle that back, just to uh, give my wife a little accountability on that that shuttle that they're bringing her back on. A dude got on and was like talking to her, like half creeping her out to the point where like she was wigged out. The bus driver saw it and actually ended up, instead of taking the normal route back, took a different route back to make sure she dropped that dude off first and then dropped my wife off last. So, so she could so, stay on. Well, so she could stay on and yeah. he couldn't see where she was staying. 
So and but she was a little wigged out from it. So you know because the dude. So like when she got Creeped back, out, she just she just kind of locked it like not thinking. So I give her a little credit there, but yeah, she it was a. Uh, I don't know. I I I absolutely give her credit for locking the door. Very good call. I don't, however, give her credit for sleeping through thirty six missed calls and pounding on the pounding door. Bro, <laughs> no, look, I, I'm not I, I'm not lying when I'm saying like. Like other 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 condos pounding. were like lights were turning on and I'm like banging on it because I wasn't they're, like they're hey, probably like what the this is wrong with this dude? they're probably <laughs> calling the cops dude like, I'm, I'm Shut up, up here like oh, I'm sleeping fucking door yeah dude it was it was an ordeal so that was a uh, it's a good weekend man it was a you know weddings gotta love them it's always a good uh, good story especially when they're your own yep. and you're like not the only one getting drunk. And it's like you see all your family and friends, mm-hmm. especially your family that you didn't grow up getting drunk with, but now yep. you are. Yep. <laughs> I'm grown. Let's drink. It's hilarious. That's, that always makes it. Brian, you got any? Uh, we we're talking earlier, man. You got some some funny stories before we get out of here. Um, you said you're 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 even stuff you're telling me in basic was kind of kind of hysterical. I mean, just you know, everybody does dumb shit. We uh we were talking earlier about Meps and again how much fun Meps is in general right oh, before you get out. We um we found booze in in Meps behind the cabinetry. Like we were in the room in the hotel room before you're supposed to leave. You got X amount of time till you're about to go in the morning, four o'clock as some teenager idiot. And uh I'm a little stuck. And we're we're sitting around smoking in the uh, hotel room breaking the rules as it was and uh, one of the dudes leans against the wall and just a bottle of whiskey just sitting against the wall wedged behind the TV and the wall in the MEPS uh, hotel and we uh, went on a whole mission like four or five of us just went through found coke found a vending machine was able to get coke in the middle of the night Everybody got cups from their rooms. Everybody met back with their not cups. the uh, not the hundred Biden coke. Yeah, not the oh white excuse stuff, me, right? nope, nope, nope. Coca Cola. Oh, okay. Cola. Got a gotcha. liter of cola, and uh, came Large back. Farba. Yep, yep. Everybody, everybody met back in a room. Slammed this bottle of Jack. Pushed through all our cigarettes, and then broke out of Meps. Crawled the streets of Atlanta to find a gas station that was open that would sell us a pack of smokes, and made it back. Like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, got an hour and a half of sleep, and was in formation for the bus to go and just deal with the, just the shitty first day of boot camp. You know, you're you're a kid, you're now hungover, and then you've got all these fools screaming at you, throwing your stuff, and everybody yelling, "I gotta be somewhere." I'm trying not to puke, man. I, I got I got a little headache. If you could back off, maybe calm down, take a, take take a deep breath, get the fuck out of my face, maybe. No. Yeah, I would have loved to no, have seen nope. that. Yeah, nope. that'd been. It wasn't a good day. No, it's uh, you know it never is. But I, again, assumed risk. I don't remember I, what I, hotel we <laughs> stayed. We stayed at a hotel down in. Um, God, was it? Atlanta? I feel like it was like Smyrna Vinings, almost Smyrna something Vinings, like, like North Atlanta, and, and like maybe like a big Holiday Inn or something like that. Anyways, yeah, it was just, it was a civilian hotel. So I had to. I ended up having to do that two nights in a row. Because I forgot my fucking driver's license oh, going. Shit. So I go through and do it the first night, say goodbye to all, you know, girlfriend at the time, like parents, like like some of my buddies. I go to damn, you know, get on that damn bus next morning, go down to Mets before they drive us oh, out. Oh, shit. We can start doing all my stuff. They're like, where's your ID? I was like, 
I don't, what do you mean? Y'all, didn't, y'all told me not to bring anything. Well, you got to bring an ID. I was like, bitch, you didn't say, you told me to not to bring a single fucking thing. So I didn't bring anything. Well, you got to have an ID. So they sent, I had to call, uh, they, they called the bus, take it back. And then somebody had to come pick me up. Oh, shit. So I think I called my girlfriend time to come, come pick me up. So I had to go do the same fucking thing the next night. Uh, so, I, you know, which sucks cause I'd already mentally prepared. Tired. Yeah. I'm already now, mentally now prepared beat. to like do this. And you know, here I am freaking rinse and repeat. So I'll never forget the second night, my parents came down, my girlfriend came down, and then uh, two of my buddies. So we're in the parking lot of this, the Holiday Inn, whatever it is, and I, I'm, I think I'm, I was 19. My parents had never seen, no, I'm sorry, I was 20. Parents had never seen me, like, really, like, parents knew I'd drink, because I had gotten in trouble for us. So they already knew your boy was into it, uh, but never really seen it. Dude, I... Um, I'm like ripping cigarettes and drinking beers in a, at 20 years old with with my with my girlfriend and my boys in the freaking Holiday Inn parking lot, right in front of my parents. And like I know I felt bad because like I know my mom was looking like, what the fuck do we do? And I'm over here like, dude, what the fuck am I doing? Like ripping down butts, you know. But it was just kind of comical. So I was like, you know what? At this point, I don't care because. I thought last night was the night. Now tonight's the night. So I was like, I'm having at it. And that same thing, dude, pounded a full freaking case of beers and, and some butts and then went to my room, passed out, got up, and it's a fucking Paris Island, man, like less than, less than 12 Ugh. hours later. And here we go. I didn't really have any fun fun encounters at, uh, at MEPS, but I do remember there was a guy there. I, I just kept scratching my head about it. This guy was smart as hell. He had made like a night, like the, pretty much a perfect score on the ASFAB and he had already graduated from Harvard law and this man was about to join the military and I was like all right kudos as hell to you but what the hell are you doing here good for you but also you could just be rich yeah you could be a rich you don't like million you know as an option yeah so the the guy that'll help me host uh Jerry scored a 99 on his ASVAB which is essentially I guess I think that's the highest you can score on it Scored a 99, so like he pretty much had, he did Air Force, but he had his done whatever the hell he wants to do. You know, so I'm over there, like I got a 76 or something, so or 78, so I'm like, I'm feeling, talking to some of these grunts, like I got a 29, I'm like, how the fuck, you like, bro, you got an ASVAB waiver. How did you get, okay. They like, just, did your parents not get you alphabet blocks, bro? No, like, no. Did you not they, grow you know, up with the alphabet? So, you know, That's but he's over, he's point. over here with a ninety nine. I'm like, good lord, dude! Like, what? Now, <laughs> this so funny story about him too, because I've known him since high school. So, this dude and I showed up to the SATs shit faced, bro. Like, we threw a party at his house the night before we had to go. And take SATs. Man, yep. better than better than I am. So we you throw, gotta, dude. You we throw have an SAT party, dude. We we throw a party and we get up. And you know, by the time we get up, everybody's gone. But we get up and we fucking drive straight to this SAT. And we're, I, I mean, how old are we talking about? 16, 17 probably. We're ripping Coronas on the on the way to the damn SATs, man. Like. Uh, to be a fucking idiot again, man. Like, wow. clearly, you know, that's probably why I ended up in the Marine Corps. Cause well, and to be able to survive it, too. I feel like if I were to do something like that, I'd be dead. Yeah, so you guys you guys all live in the area, know the area pretty well. Um, you know Life University up, 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 up Cobb Parkway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, come down Cobb Parkway, go to Endaway Green area, like that kind of side of Cobb Parkway where you're going down – Going towards um, Carter or not Cartersville, but Ackworth. Ackworth. Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I lived in Ackworth. 
I had to make it the couple miles up the street to Life University. So I get up there. I have some um, ancient tribal motivation um, in the car, and I get in. I go get set up, and we have 30 minutes till test start. And I look down, and I go, all right, I got my pencils, got everything. Calendars on my dresser, or calculators on my dresser, calculators on my dresser. Oh, God, I don't have a calculator for the SATs. I can't take it. I don't have another day to take it. I got to go. I got to go. So I raise my hand. I'm like, hi. I may have forgotten my calculator I'm in the car. Can I run out and grab it real quick? How soon do I have to be back? She goes, doors lock in 30 minutes. Uh-huh. So I get in the car. And never in my teen, adult, or any other point in my life have I driven like this before. I was in the opposite lane. I was in the turn lanes. I was every episode of Cops you've ever seen. Hell. How are you so sweaty? It's an episode of Cops. Man, I was flying down Cobb Parkway, running red lights, running green lights, running. It didn't matter. I was driving. I got back, walked in, just looked like a psychopath, kicked through my parents' house door, run upstairs, grab the calculator. <laughs> like the Kool-Aid man. Just, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just hold the calculator up without a word as I storm out the door and leave the door open and run to my car and peel out of the driveway. And I made it back with a minute. And I got in and I took the SATs and I passed. Jesus. But I uh, just rattled. Just, just, just white knuckle in the drive. Yeah, that thirty minutes could have used, uh, you know, kind of going over. You no, know, just you know, I'm, uh, I'm gonna just break not some freaking stress some at all. Local, you know, sit in a chair. I'm gonna break some local freaking, uh, you oh know, vehicle God. rules here. That's all. Hey, uh, I mean, do, man, I was channeling Ricky Bobby. Hey, I had to go fast. Ain't first, you're last, man. <laughs> That's fucking great, dude. That's great. Ross, you guys got anything else, man? Like I said, those those uh, that's pretty solid, man. That was a good good little go. I mean, I got a short little quick story for you. Let's get yeah. one. Uh, we were at Basic, and um, it was zero week, right? You know, we're getting all our freaking shots and everything like that, and you know, we had to take the piss test, and of course, we were loading up on our canteen the whole freaking day. Yep. And you know, we got freaking you got the MTI screaming at our face like, "Don't go to the bathroom." Yeah. Drink your fucking water, canteens, and then every three, every thirty seconds, canteens, and then uh, he, we had to double time it all the way down, which is like a good solid two two mile hike up to uh, to the place where we had to do our piss test, and uh, I can't remember the dude's name, but let's say his name was John. We get into formation, we're right at the doors, and of course, like they're calling us up one by one, going through the doors to go do our piss test. And one of those guys, like, he was shaking. He was, like, up there at the front. He's kind of taller guy. He was up there at the front of the formation shaking his ass off because he, like, you could tell he was about to freaking bust. Like, he was exploding. I'm pissing right now. He is pissing right now. And the t- and the freaking MTI came up and saw him shaking his ass. Like, oh, he was break, obviously breaking bearing. And uh, he goes up straight to him, starts freaking, you know, screaming, screaming his ass off. Like, what are you doing, Trady? What the hell? And then uh, he was like, he just stood there, and all of a sudden, you you could tell like he was like completely flushed. The guy was like, um, "You know what the hell is wrong with you? What are you doing?" He's like, "Sir, I just 
pissed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I have never in my life, like even like the whole entire time uh, at Basic, I never would have thought that I would have saw so many people break bearing. Like everybody was like, Laugh. after yeah. that point, we were push ups until we were yeah. dead at that point. <laughs> and because uh, like we were all dying. Um, the same dude, actually, believe it or not, he somehow got to basic with two collapsed lungs. What? And they sent his ass home like yeah, two or hope. three weeks yeah. later. Yeah. That, but the thing is, is like, how do you get through? You know, if you, we MEPS. talked about MEPS. MEPS. How, do, how do you get through MEPS with That's two collapsed lungs? That's kind of the lungs? point of MEPS. MEPS is called screening. For yeah, you, you filter the out the people just, that's there the, for. The docs that are in MEPS are like oh 90 God. years old right. and, and just want to stick a finger in your butt. Let me get my leech to call. bleed That's, you before yeah. you leave. Here, let me hold your balls and put a finger in your butt. Like it's like, dude, you go to you go to freaking hey, um, the Philippines and you, you get this for a lot you okay? Cheaper. You want to talk about it? Me? I loved it. Okay. I was I was look. I'm just saying, you could have gone to, to, to Taiwan or the Philippines and got it a lot cheaper. You know, it's fair. A lot less service. I'm half Filipino. Could have got. I probably could have. You would have got you would have got the damn the, the native treatment, <laughs> man. You would have got some extra shit. They might have even gave me some lumpia on the side. Look listen, at that, don't, dude. Don't, don't, don't talk about one of my favorite foods. Like, listen right now. I didn't know lumpia existed, and then I had it and went, What the hell is this? This is this this is one of the things you can eat that's just too many of. There's, there's same thing pounds with, and pounds. Same thing with baklava. I don't know if you've ever had so, like authentic baklava. I, I guess I'm the only well, I've I've had baklava, but I have not had what is lumpia? Lumpia, it's like well, I mean, it's a very um common dish in the Philippines. It's kind of like I mean, I would equate it to kind of like a, a an egg roll kind of okay. sorta. Like a but meatier it's, though. It's yeah, like but a it's meat it's, egg it's roll. definitely meatier. It's, it's yeah. Seasoned meat wrapped in like an egg roll type material and fried, and it's just Meat and egg roll crunch. But okay. if the person knows how to make it, yep. it is fantastic. Right. Is it like a is it like a lighter crust? Lighter, mm. yeah, lighter, yeah. and then with more meat. So like a dumpling, like a dumpling crust with a a meatier. Like, no, still crunchy, kind of like okay. a, I want I want to call it spring roll crust because it's not. Mm-mm. It's kind of hard to tell. You're, you're, you're gonna have to, get to yeah, you gotta, you gotta try it. Yeah, yeah, you just gotta yeah. try it. It's I'll have to I'll have to expand my a, uh my palate. Yeah. It sounds like a but yeah. I mean, that was the most. That was probably be the funniest part, you know. Of course, and then outside of that, doing the obstacle course and seeing everybody get oh god damn shit on. But I, I got a quick dumb one. We had a drill sergeant show up um, like a week and a half, almost two weeks in to boot. So everybody's starting to find the routine. You're about to transition into your second phase of boot camp. Everybody's. They're, the drill sergeants are getting a little bit nicer. I'm not saying by more than a percent or two, but like they're not day. Well, there's a freaking change. five they're, drill sergeants anymore. There's a little bit of progression. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. So everybody kind of knows each other, and then this drill sergeant shows up, comes off deployment after God knows how long overseas, comes back, spends two days at home, turns around, comes and does drill sergeant job. So he's there and one of those people you don't forget in your life. He's, he's he's sitting there, and he walks up, and, you know, all your drills aren't, you're used to everybody, right? So this dude walks in the room, doesn't say who he is, doesn't say why he's there, doesn't say anything, stands in the middle of the room and goes, all right, I don't know And then every single person stood there and fucking looked at him. Like, dude, what did, nobody knows what you said. And we're, we're all confused. 
He said half right face, front leaning rest position. Oh move. God! And front then, rest position. and then we ignored him, all of us. And so everybody drops. Everybody's getting screened. Everybody's doing push ups. And so he sits, crosses his legs, and just goes over this list. And he stops, and he goes, "Private Beach, get the fuck up here." I stood up, walk up to him. Yes, just hard. Got a front parade rest, just standing there. He's like, "Beach, I want, I want to tell you something. I, uh, I don't fucking like you." Awkward silence. Doesn't say anything else. Can I ask why, Drill Sergeant? Which you shouldn't ask. He's like, well, <laughs> well, Beach, let me let me explain it to you. I um I've only got a couple years left drill sergeanting. I uh kind of done looking at all your stupid faces. But one day I wanted to, you know, take my wife and us just settle down somewhere great. And me just lay her down anywhere I want to, do whatever I want to, be wherever I want to. But now, if I end up anywhere, Sandy, I'm going to think of your stupid fucking face. And instead of my wife's fine ass, I get to see your face in my mind when I think beach. What the fuck did I do, man? I didn't, I didn't pick my name. Just, just cool as a cucumber, not even nothing. And then smoked everybody the rest of the entire day until the next meal. What the fuck did I do to you, man? Like speaking of smoke, I you know, I have the last name Hash. So you can only imagine oh, how much fun no. that was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I had some nicknames. I can't imagine. At one point I had this uh I had this guy call me uh weed um <laughs> when I was at uh you know, when I was stationed uh, down in Valdosta. And Aaron Weed, get well, the guys call me Weed. I didn't really particularly like the guy. We didn't really have a good, you know, a good uh, relationship. And I just like, I just like brushed him off. And then one time, I just like blew a head gasket, and I like, I told him to fuck off. And he like didn't realize how pissed I was getting. And then, I mean, normally I don't really care, right? I mean, we're all, you know, we all, you yeah, know, we're not friends. You don't yeah. get nicknames. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like he called, but it didn't click in my head what he was talking about until finally the weed, you know, yeah, click. Fine click, but uh, yeah, I mean, so that was fun. It's always fun. You get just meet those characters, just jacked up fucking unicorns of the earth. <laughs> they, just, they just show up and just wreak havoc, cracked it's, out of their mind. It's look, that's well, that's why most of those guys end up being drill, drill sergeants or drill instructors because and it takes a breed, it, it does. And, and they're, they're usually, quick. if yeah. they're well, that's the thing, they're, they're, they're very quick witted, which is, is funny. Um, and that, and that, and, and the best part of that is most of them are like stoic with it too, but you have to be, I mean, that's part of the training is that no. now, and, and we had this just a few times before we get out of here. We had just that, had it a few times in boot camp where like you had drill instructors that they would do something or say something that was like so comical that you would see them like tilt their head down and or away oh, to hide yeah. it, yes. to hide the yep. laugh. And it, and I've seen one of them, like one or two of them like at, and during boot camp, like literally pull the head, like the cover down and like. Just it, sit there for a second. It's always good when they and just it was never composure. Yeah. Yeah. It was like never longer. They break. It was never longer than like five seconds. But they'd pull it down, and it might be a second or two where they're just get back in formation. And you know, you know, and that's and like, and you just knew, man. But like, I, I think I said it on one of the other stories, man. But I had a drill instructor that we did, we did. Um, uh, it was one of our like uh, land nav things, and I was like, they gave us our, our MREs to have, and it's one like the first things, you, like one of the like real big first things you do on your own in boot camp, but you're still not on your own. You got a couple guys with you, but I was fucking chewing on a tea bag, 
Like I had taken the tea bag out of my MRE instead of like dipping it, like because we didn't have it. Like I put it in my mouth. It's kind of smart. I like, even think like I put it. Bad. I put it in my mouth. You like, got nonstop tea like all a, day. Yeah. Well, that's what. Well, well, you know, for the that time you're tea that bagging I had. yourself. You no, did tea also tea bag yourself. So you, that, yeah, and so you that's did. where it went to is that like I've got a tea bag in because like I didn't have time to make it. You don't really have time to eat anything. So uh-huh. I got a tea bag in my mouth and I'd rip the string off of it so it's like in my mouth like a dip. And you know we're running around doing it, and all of a sudden one of the drill instructors catches us, and all and like and it was my actual one of my kills, and he was just like, "Wilson, what the fuck's in your mouth?" And I was just like, "Nothing, sir." He's like, "Fuck you, Wilson. What's in your mouth?" And I was like, "A tea bag, sir." And he's like, <laughs> "That was his response." And I was like, "And you know we're sitting." He's like, "Oh, you fucking like tea bags, huh?" I was like. Oh, God. No, sir. No, he's like, God. no, no, Pandora's no. Box. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. Recruit Wilson likes tea bags, don't you? He's like, you want my tea bag, Wilson? I was like, no, sir. He's like, no, you want a tea bag, don't you, Wilson? I was like, no, sir. He's like, look me in the eye right now. He's like, chew it. Oh. And I was like, sir. He's like, chew that fucking tea bag. Oh. And so he's like, and I'm like staring at it, and I'm like, I'm chewing it. And he's like, let me see. And so like, I was going light, like I wasn't trying to like bust it. So I was like, half chewing. He's like, look at me. So I look, he's like, open your mouth. Well, I didn't, you know, I didn't bust. He's like, mm. he's like, Wilson, chew that fucking tea bag. Oh, and I knew what he was. So I was like, fuck, dude. So then I start like, I, I start chewing want. it. And I'm like, busting, like, all of a sudden, like, I bust that bag open, dude. There's tea uh, everywhere. And I'm just like, your teeth are brown. And he looks at me. He's like, he's like, I don't even know who the fuck. He's like, look at, look at fucking whatever's name, whoever's standing next to me. So I look at, and it was one of my buddies, and I was just like, and I turned with this fucking smirk and just like bust my fucking. I was like, God, like teeth open, dude. Covered tea bags everywhere, yeah. dude. Tea everywhere. He starts fucking rolling. The other, the recruit on the other side's fucking rolling. There was another drill instructor there. Like he's like, and I look back at my drill instructor and he's like, God damn, Wilson, get the fuck out. He bunny hop your ass until I can't fucking see you into the wood line, dude. And so then like me and the three guys are legit like bunny hopping a hundred yards, dude. Fuck. And like I remember looking back. And him and the other drill instructor are fucking rolling, like almost on the ground, like in hysterics. And we're hopping away, dude. And I'm just, we're bunny hopping, like just into the distance, into the wood line. I got fucking tea fucking everywhere, dude. And I knew I, like, I want, because I didn't plan on getting caught. Our drill instructor came out of fucking, like, you're out in the middle of the woods. No way. Came out of left field. And all of a sudden it was like, oh shit, they're on us. And I was like, I knew I was fucked, dude. As soon as he, I was like, oh God, dude. And it's a tea bag. I was like, God, this is yeah. not not gonna be good. My but. my jackass friends, um, when I was in boot, decided to send me a lovely care package of just asshole friends being asshole friends. Uh, so yeah, they're, the letter they're, readings. They're in uh, like Monkey Joe banana boxers, and they're doing Charlie's Angels poses in nothing but boxers, holding bananas, and that's what they sent me. Oh, they're just, setting you up for failure. Just that. And again, they check your mail, they open your mail, they read your mail, and I just see the drill sergeant. This face changes and like starts to just contort and get more and more confused, and just looks up. Looks at me and then just looks at me with a disgust. Just this hatred in his eyes. Like yeah. I have to deal with this. God damn it. Be- Let's you know, ours ours just did well, you know, I don't know if anybody got those, but ours did do and say something similar, like, if you bring me a fucking naked photo of your girlfriend, like they would hook you up with like so I mean DI sounds like a creep. Well, they all were. 
They they and, and they were, but they do they do it discreetly. So your families could send you Gatorades and Powerades and mm. fucking energy bars. Damn, and I they, didn't get any of that. No, shit. no, no, well, no, no. Well, you didn't necessarily get it. So if you got a care package, you got a box, and it was you, and you opened it up, and it was a box of energy bars. That went to the community. Yep. That went to your 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 platoon stash. Mm. You didn't always get them. So I think my girlfriend at the time had sent me. Uh, I don't know, probably three or four care packages filled with like the Gatorade, Powerade powder packs, no. and then All like contraband. and then two or, no and then two or three boxes contraband, of no two or three boxes of the power bars. And so they didn't count it as contraband because all that went to the community. Now, yeah. if she just sent me Snickers or Cokes and shit like that, I'd have got fucked up. Yep. But when, if you got the powder packs and you got, like, power bars, that went to the community thing. The problem was is that out of the damn 13 weeks we were there, I think personally I got probably four power bars <laughs> and maybe three of the Gatorade packs randomly that they decide whenever they decide to give them to you. Now – my girlfriend alone sent me enough to give everyone in our our platoon probably two of those, and I got four the whole time. So that didn't count the other sixty dudes as in. So like they just go on the stash that the drill instructors just have. Yep. Same thing with like they don't get into this. Same thing with I got my I got uh, two wisdom teeth removed. So when I got two wisdom teeth removed, when you get your actual painkillers, those have to go to the drill instructors. You get to Shut keep your Motrin. And you oh, get to keep you get God to keep all your Motrin, your eight hundreds to yourself, but your high uh, your um, your hydrocodone went to them, and you had to request permission for them. So I get back from dental after having two wisdom teeth removed, and so you're already fucked up from the morphine. So you know, like feels okay. Well, then, like you know, within like six hours, I'm supposed to go back to get my my high my, or my hydroxy or whatever, uh, or my hydro. So I go back. Knock on the door. I get it then. Do that shit. End up falling asleep that first night. So like when you also when you do teeth, like you're only on like a day and a half. You're on two days bed rest. One of those days is the day that you're actually there, which you're. It's pretty much done over. This next day is your second day, and like you're on bed rest, but it's not really bed rest. They just don't fuck you up as much. So you're still doing stuff. Anyways, so day two. So I get to take. I I do dental that morning. I get that 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 hydro that night. The next morning, I get up. You're supposed you got to go knock on the door to request. So I got like eight of these things left, eight or ten of these things left. So I go and knock on the door. They're like, "Fuck off, Wilson." <laughs> okay. So generally, they tell you to do that. You wait, wait twenty minutes. You're doing all your shit. You come back at some point. Hey, sir, recruit Wilson. Request permission to take his his medication, sir. Get the fuck away from my door, Wilson. Try to do it again, like an hour later. Never took another one. Ten high, ten hydros gone. Had a now, great afternoon. Now, I'm I'm one of sixty guys, and probably half the platoon had friggin' teeth pulled. What? I skipped my teeth pulled. So, I have I've got two impacted, major impacted, completely sideways wisdoms, and two mostly impacted, almost sideways wisdoms. And I was supposed to get, as well. I was supposed to get them out, but my timeline was I was going guard, and I was going to start. Um, once I got on a boot, I was going to college on the scholarship. So I had a full-ride scholarship. If I had gotten my dental done, it would have delayed 
they didn't let you go. You had to do dental prior. Yeah. So they wouldn't let you go and do your full phase and your full boot until after your dental. You'd wait in the weird phasing area. And then once you got the three, four days of healing, you could then start. Yeah. Um, but I was like, nah, I'm not delaying anything because if I miss this boot camp, then I got to go to the next phase. And then the next phase is going to delay my starting of my school, jack up the whole thing. So I just skipped it. Let me tell you, made a bad choice. Could have gotten things out for free. Now it's just spionsel. Now, I, so I got, I got two in boot camp and I got, I made it a point. I got two of them removed with less than 60 days remaining in the Marine Corps. Because I was call. like, bro, these things right. are going to cost. I was like, I'm going to find a way to get it. So I, I knocked them out. But so straight up, like I said, I had probably 10, 10 hydros that I never touched after. I got I got to take one. So, they so had, the morphine and then one. And then I got to take. So they and each then I got had three that night. That was, from, that was from me. And like I said, there were probably 30 of us that went and had teeth taken out during dental day. That's uh, money. Had the wisdom removed. So there's probably 30. And, and look. Whether probably they probably sell them on the street. Yep. Whether they hey, look, whether they took them or not, probably took them home to their wives. Honestly, let their wives be fucked up while they bang them out. But anyways, that's that's never touched them. And then same thing, like I said, with with the with the power bars and shit like that. Like all that when you got that kind of stuff, like that went to the to the group community. We got them like four times. Dang, power bars, man. Marine sounds easy. No, damn. Yeah, know, right? <laughs> don't it? Don't it? You got them. You got we got four power bars over thirteen weeks, and there were probably, like I said, sixty guys. If each Look, one of them we, got uh, two or three boxes, I got I got fucked up because I uh, there's probably seven hundred power bars in that place, and we got we were allowed water or Powerade at when you had Chow, so you can have Powerade or water. Those are your only options. Don't get anything else in the machine. Go in there, get your food, shut up and eat. And so I went through, and I'm walking through the line, and I grab my drink, and today. I decided to go you know, the chaos. Let's go red and blue Powerade. Purple, let's go. So I get my Powerade. It's purple. I'm on my plate. I'm walking through. I got my damn chow. I'm walking on my plate, and I walk past the table full of drill sergeants. There's five or six of these fuckers sitting at this table, and I hear, Beach, fuck you got on your plate. Meatloaf drill sergeant. Now in your fucking cup. Pa- Powerade drill sergeant. That looks like fucking tea to me. Powerade drill sergeant. Why is it not red? Red, blue, make purple drill sergeant. Are you saying I'm fucking stupid? <laughs> no drill sergeant. Why the fuck? Get some goddamn water. Why the fuck you mix this up? I just want to be hydrated, drill sergeant. <laughs> just, they just didn't fuck me up. Just the rest of the time there. Just stand there. Had to stand and eat. Put the tray over my head. Bring it down. Take a bite. Tray. Uh, gotta I, love I it, just dude. want some Powerade, dude. Just leave me the fuck bit, alone. Man. I had to do chow running once. I'll never again. Because, like, they, I mean, they live to torture you. Yeah. Because it's, like, literally just. What else are you going to do? Six or seven Gotta of fuck bastards with. there just looking at you in the eye and just, they're all thinking, how we're going to fuck up this training here today. We're going to fuck them up real good. Yeah. Let's say, uh, you know, look, boot camp is by far, it's the most interesting time just because of, of just, you don't know shit. It's just and, more and, wild. And, like, what you get to do a unit? You start to fall into the routine you stuff. Learn you learn stuff, man. You, you meet people. It's great. But, like, again, you're in a melting pot of between 40 and 60 random people with just wild stories and wild. Like, again, this uh, when I went in boot, it was 05, I think. 05? 
And Katrina happened whenever that happened. So one yeah, of the cats that I was in, yeah. he was he was from Louisiana. Dude, he didn't know Katrina took place because, again, this isn't boot camp of now where you get your cell phone for X amount of hours during the day. His folks sent him a clipping of Katrina on the front page of his local news, and he brought it to the drill sergeant. Drill sergeant looks at it, face went freaking blank, went and got him and said, hey, you need to come call your folks. You need to go all dickhead whatever aside they took him out got him on the phone he got to call his family and do all that and but i mean again he found out about katrina via newspaper clipping while we're there i mean say what you will uh i mean drill and sergeant the drill sergeants they they definitely have a heart because uh do my, they care my cousin my you cousin do went that through, fucking job and not care yeah no my cousin went through basic um and we had just recently had a one of our family members pass away and um she was in basic and found out through you know through a phone call or whatever and you know they set up everything and she actually was able to go and oh wow and go oh not at the time but they 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 definitely made arrangements to make it where it was like you know not as bad but um yeah they definitely I mean, it's it's all fun and games, but you know when it's serious, it's serious. Well, there's a purpose to it, man. Yeah. And, and the whole purpose the whole purpose is to build and create the military Dude, personnel. So they have a job. There's they're, a job, and yeah. that's what their job is. And like, there's there's you got to make civilian soldiers. You got to. And so there's fun with it, and 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 by fun that means fun is at your, your expense, and they're fucking with you. But there's still there is a general heart to it because they understand like most of these people that are that are in that position have been in other positions to be deployed, obviously gone through boot camp themselves, but been deployed and done that. So like they know there is an understanding, but the, the but the goal is like you're molding and transforming and creating mm-hmm. a, a, a soldier individual. A fighting so, force. Yeah, fighting force. Uh, so again, you, it, you take it from th- one person to another. You've got to so break down. You've got to break it down and yep. build it. So there's still a human element to it. And, and there's some of that. And, and like I said, all, I'm sure boot camp in general compared to what it used to be in, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s is all changed because even with us, like I said, ours was, ours was hardcore. We got to make one phone call outside of our original phone call. So when you first got to boot wow. camp, you got to make one phone call. Yeah. And as soon as you got on the yellow that. footprints and you walked in those doors, you walked in and they're like, you get to make phone, one phone call. Let them know you're alive. And there is a, it's a, there's a piece of paper next to the phone and you say, hey, this is Recruit Wilson. I'm here. I'm safe. I'll call you when I can. Yeah, they gave me a paper. They or said something. you're gonna read this paper, and that's what you read, and that's what you read. You and, tell them, and that's and all. And so I called my I called my parents, and so and you have to reach someone too. So that's the other thing you is that call like, until you, you don't get leave them. a voicemail. Yeah. You have to speak with someone. Yeah. That was the other thing. So like, which is weird because my parents are home, but I called my parents. I called them three different times, and wow. my parents never answered, which is weird because they normally do. So then I end up calling my girlfriend, and at the time, so like she picks up like first ring, and and that's what I say to her like. Hey, this is Crew Wilson. I'm here. I'm safe. I've like blah blah blah. Uh, whatever. And like you recite the thing, and then you're done. And so that's all I got. Well, then at Thanksgiving, our drill instructor allowed us to go into the drill instructor room, and we all got to make one like 20 second phone call. And he told us he's like, if you so much as begin to cry, he's like, I'll hang this motherfucker up and I'll murder you. <laughs> and so you're watching guys going there. You know, you haven't talked to anybody. We went in August, so you haven't talked. I'm sorry, we went in early October, so you hadn't talked to somebody in like four weeks, yeah. five weeks. So like people are going in like, hey, hey, mom, what's that? and you got like 20 seconds to talk to mom or dad and say something. And you're like, hey, just checking in with us and let you know I'm good. Oh, everybody's all right. Blah 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 blah. And like, and you had dudes coming out of there like you know hanging up and they're like. <laughs> 
but trying not to sob, you oh, know, because they yeah, knew like they, they busted a tear in there. In, he was hanging that go, shit up, and it was game go. over. Uh, and probably would have ruined it for everybody else. So it was just interesting. That was the one call we got to make until you saw people like family day to talk to them. But all right, gents. Well, uh, that was a good two hours, man. It kind of rolled quick, man. That was yeah, man. Uh, that was fun. That was a fun talk. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks guys, for having us. Anything else to, to add before we roll out? Uh, I mean, hit you with the hua. you? Oh yeah. All right. That's where it really started. In the army. Yeah. That's yeah. what I've heard. Yeah. It started there. Well, that was that. That was probably that that transgender major I saw. Freaking. Whatever. Anyways. Um. Major right. rest. Major rest. She she her pronouns. Um. Okay. Well, dude, uh, appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight, kind of checking in, and uh, love to have you guys back if, uh, if you ever want to come back. But um, that's it. We'll go ahead and cut it out. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for having us. us. All right, man. Everybody, y'all have a good day.